forever. Dog. Hey everyone. Um, so we just wanted to do just a quick little intro. We decided in honor of uh, Chadwick Boseman's memory uh, and life and incredible uh, joy that he brought to so many people that we would re-release uh, our Black Panther episode where um, we kind of got to really bathe in all of the the glory and awesomeness that was Black Panther uh, when it was when it was released. Um, yeah, I, I I don't have I don't know what to say. I'm, uh, but for me, I guess I'll just say this. Um, uh, Chadwick is, um, I think, one of the reasons that this death is hitting so hard is that he was so inspiring, not just on screen but off the screen, and I think really was able to when when speaking um, to issues of. Uh, social injustice and racial injustice um, was really able to kind of like do that eloquently. And then also took up this mantle of being this, you know, bearing this responsibility of like being this black superhero or people coming up to him, you know, doing the condescines. And he did that all with such grace and humility. Um, you know, it's really easy for an actor to be like, Hey, that's just a role that I play you know, I don't, I shouldn't have to bear this responsibility. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not a real life superhero. You know, it's like really easy for somebody to just kind of go, please, like, let me be. I'm, I'm with my family right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I feel like he was the type of guy who understood the importance and what, you know, some of his roles meant to people. Um, and, and kind of shared in that there's like this really great Jimmy Fallon video uh, where uh, different black people kind of are talking to the poster of Black Panther and talking about what it means to them. And then Chadwick kind of comes out and greets them. Uh, a friend of mine, Kobene, was in um, one of those, uh, was one of the lucky. participants in that. Yeah, very lucky. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, I, I rewatched that recently. Tessa shared it with me again, and I was just like, "Man, this is what a what an awesome, incredible man, this, human being." There's so many things about that dude. I think was cool, and I think like you know when everybody found out, I was one super sad at first, but then it it instantly went away almost. You know what I mean? Like the morning went away because I thought about the fact that this dude gave everything for us. Like he did every, I mean, just remember the pride, like when it was announced the movie was going to get made and on Twitter, people were like posting stuff and going nuts. Like think about when um, you saw him on red carpets doing a Wakanda sign, like everyone did it nonstop. It was just beautiful. It was fun. Um, and the thing is like, even in his death, like now he is allowed someone else to kind of carry on that tradition. So my man never stopped giving. And it's like, it's something, it's something to that. It's something to a person who gives their whole being for people that they have never met just because they want to get it right. Hearing about him go through the African accents and and why they picked each thing. It's like, it's just so important. And he just cared so much. And like, even when Ryan Kugler is like, I don't know if I know what I'm doing. He's like, I got it. I know what we're doing. <sighs> it's just something beautiful about that. It's something beautiful about like, as, as far as majority of Hollywood in the world has known him, he has been sick. And I even think about how crappy it was when people were like shading him. But I just love that dude, man. It's great. That's all I want to say. 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, there's so many positive posts um, right now, you know, obviously, and so many of them talk about his voice and his understanding of of the importance of his voice, and and even we're talking about it now, and you know, just the fact that he 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 poured so much of himself into everything that he did and allowed himself to be a beacon is just really uh, it's 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 amazing, and it's and it's. It's truly I, I can't I can't imagine the 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 weight uh, of that and then on top of dealing with you know the the your own personal uh, battle um, and so just really like I Ch- Chadwick I really find him to be a fascinating uh, 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 figure and um, you know he's super important. Um, to black people he has he has played so many <laughs> he has embodied so many important black people throughout history on screen and uh and has told so many important stories um and uh, and you know only he could do something like that and he and he you know took that on and it it really is sad to see him go and um really just mad respect to the struggle that he that he went through and and putting on the brave face through throughout throughout it uh really and and if and if you are so inclined after you listen to this episode of Black Panther we also reviewed 21 Bridges and we reviewed uh the Five Bloods um and I th- uh, and, 42, and 42 and 42 um you know and so you know t- take take a ride and listen to those as well if you want to if you want to spend some more time and, and and watch those movies i saw a great tweet that that said all of the 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 movies that chadwick is in that's available for streaming um because there are a ton a ton i think predominantly on netflix but you can also find some on showtime and i think on hbo so yeah. um you know let's celebrate him um, and let's never stop celebrating because, you know, he was yeah. a king. Love and respect uh, to him and, and our thoughts uh, and prayers also go out to his family and loved ones. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy. Let me put on my glasses. I feel extra black and smart right now. I um. So you I feel had, extra black he feels with your glasses. Extra black with his glasses because he's doing this whole black this nerd thing. He's getting into it. Doesn't make any sense. He's just I don't like, understand he, what world we're in. Bro, I'm we're, ready. We're in the world of Wakanda. He's just he's into it. Bro, I'm ready. All I know is okay. The, the I had a move. I had to move my movie time because I had this show. You had to that, move it that I that I couldn't get out of, and I was really annoyed. You know, I was gonna see it in. Harlem mm-hmm. with uh, some of our other folks from Astronomy Club, and I couldn't do that. So instead, yep. I was like, "All right, let me go to the to the Kips Bay IMAX, which is not the real IMAX. Nope, which already got me mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I was like, I still, I'd still rather see it in a fake IMAX than like a small little theater. You Makes know what sense. I mean? I feel you, brother. So yeah, but uh, I think my theater was too small. I think. Ooh, James, you gotta resee it. You gotta resee it. All I know is I got there. And because I, I had a later showing, I got there and everybody outside, 
there are so many black people. This is in Kips. This is in Murray Hill. It's a white white area. A white New York, area. No, New York. New York. That's the white area. In New York. <laughs> it's the East Side, Murray Hill. And I go out and I'm walking up to the theater. Outside is just a sea of black folk, all dressed up. Yes, African garb. Yes, my people. People got black berets on. Hell yeah. They got black bandanas because you're beautiful. They're just in all black. People Ooh. got suits. Uh. You know. I myself was wearing a little suit jacket <laughs> with a nice purple velvet yeah. <laughs> uh, coming from my show, and uh, and then I also had a I also had a pick because I I had to buy this pick for to to uh, you had to a pick bro I parted my hair for Frederick Douglass because I was doing this bit this comedy bit in the show and I was Frederick Douglass and so I had this pick to, to part my hair and then I was like you know what I pull out that pick I just stuck it in my yeah mouth. brother. Yeah, brother! Start walking around. <laughs> yes! And nodded at people. People were doing the Wakanda sign. Yo. Oh, my God. Got, yeah, I got to say about mine. Like, I, I was supposed to go see it in Harlem, too. Yeah. Missed it. Uh, ended up seeing it late last night. I was like, I'm going to go to Lincoln Center. Screw it. Because I wanted right. to see how I'm going to go to Lincoln Center. Upper West Side. Upper West Side. <laughs> we, we see it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, let me see what's up. I show up just like you. And like Lincoln Center, like if you've ever been there, like the lobby is huge. And in the lobby, they had mad cardboard cutouts of like just the Black Panther stuff. Bruh, I saw people dressed like in a dashikis and like African print. Yes. Legit. This is shit that made it reckless though. So like you just saw mad people being super, I mean, super, super nice, like taking like photos. <laughs> so then at one point, and all right, guys, this is messed up. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't like judge people based on how they look. But like these white dudes. What are dudes, you doing? <laughs> these white, these white dudes, bruh, and like from a distance. From a distance, this white dude's hat looked like it said "Make America Great." It it was it was the design. He, he was wearing a red hat. He was wearing a red hat, but it had you writing on it. Gotta be careful wearing a red hat. He should have known bruh, with that red hat with writing uh, on it. Though. Honestly, he should have known what he was getting himself into. Honestly, bruh. a white man wearing a red hat now is just like a black man going into the hood with like blood and crips like yo, colors. It, like it was, you can't it, do it. Yo, it was like he had that color hat on, and his friend had on like a like a army fatigue hat on. I'm like, bro, right. this is ah shit. But the thing is, they walk by, they didn't say shit, but as the <laughs> but people, the black people were in like mid photo, right? Mid photo as they pass. You see one person look up and then all of them at one point, straight up out of nowhere, put up their black fist and just stared, bruh. It was like, it was like <laughs> no words were said, no violence happened. It was just like no one's like no one cued each other, right? Bruh. Like you saw the one lady in the front notice him, and then like Still posing for that photo. Oh, man. The shit was crazy. I get to the theater. It almost was a fight. I, I told John before the podcast, almost a fight. They were like, these hood black chicks. Actually, you know what? Low key, they were Latina. So let me let me quote. And I'm not, I'm not trying to discriminate, but I'm like, they Wait, weren't black women black, who did this. Hood black chicks, but low key, they were because Latina. Because at first, well, her, because at first I <laughs> was like. dark skinned Latina. Because at first I was like, oh, man, these black women acting reckless. But I turned around when the lights came up, like, okay. Um <laughs> Uh, and it's yeah. no, no business, but I was like, okay, yeah. uh, it's okay for us to throw. Uh, yeah, like no, no, no. The Dominicans okay. under no the I'm just saying, like, at first, like, man, they're making black women look bad. I was like, oh shit, but these ain't sisters. There's a difference. There is a difference. So like, <laughs> oh my arguing, god, what's happening? Yo, they're arguing with like this, 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 this white dude. They calling them racist. Blah 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 blah. And like, as it gets towards the end of the movie, this one black dude, sorry, this one black woman in front of the the white guy stands up. Is like, can y'all not do this today? And I was like, oh, shit. And they're like, nah, we pay more money than him. We probably pay more money. We deserve to be here, blah, blah, blah. Mind you, ain't nobody saying deserve to be here, but they've been talking the whole movie, yeah, being reckless. Talking. 
This black dude stands up, like legit. I don't know what he was wearing, but my man was in an outfit. He was black and proud. He was like, sisters, today is not the day. Like legit. Now, the movie's still going on, y'all. The shit is still happening, okay? The conclusion is happening. Oh, my God. And like, uh, the lady's like, nah, but y'all trying to come at us. Y'all ain't saying nothing to him. He been knocking on knees. Now, the, cre- the first credit scene is rolling. Yo, it is like this whole movie turned into like, I don't know, like this black excellence thing of like, Y'all are disturbing the black people and the white friends who are watching this movie. Can y'all sit down and shut the fuck up? Legit. I love how this happened at the end at of the, the end, movie. Because at the end is when Nate, at the end is right. when like the like the women got reckless. Like got at it. the end, like, and again, I think this guy's cheering. He was like, yo, I think it's broken. It's not me. And he tried to say that to them multiple times. But they were talking no matter what, even before this happened. And they started cursing at him. So this is when the shit hit the fan. Right. And like, yo, these women sat down, they were quiet. And at the end of the movie, like, I saw it was, like, two women and it was, like, a guy and his girlfriend. I saw them, like, leave together. So I'm like, maybe they, like, I think Black Panther brought these people together, bro. Like, legit, I thought it was going to be a fight. And they walked out. Like, I don't know what happened, but they walked out together, bro. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. Well, I went. To the Arclight Hollywood. Oh, that's super so white. Big, th- big theater uh, <laughs> complex. Big theater complex. I'm a, it's a, this I walk is a weird in, start. Okay, but let me this. tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So I don't go out that much. Everybody knows this about me. I don't go out all that much. But it was like we was, everybody was going to the club. Everybody was dressed up to the nines. Yes. Okay, outside. There was like a lot of lines of people outside, I think, leaving the last showing. And I was like, everybody looked like they going out. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah, to ready gala. to stunt on people. Okay. Yeah. I walked into the arc light. I, oh, oh, I'm wearing a full suit. I'm wearing all black. <laughs> it's a full suit. <laughs> I was like, I, I couldn't get a shape up beforehand, but I was like, you know what? Let me put on this full suit <laughs> to go see Black Panther. <laughs> there are people dressed up in, you know, the dashikis, kente cloth, et cetera, et cetera. There was one <laughs> woman next to me who had... <laughs> wrapped around just it was just like just above her butt but wrapped around it said uh it was a shirt that said uh fuck white supremacy <laughs> good for my her friend was my friend was like i'm trying to break neck and then it's like oh message you know it was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just in the perfect spot for anybody who was trying to learn something that day um it was so, great i mean and everybody it, like i got i had a uh I got a beer. It was a dark. I got a dark beer. You know what I'm saying? Dark beer for Black Panther. You know, right. <laughs> dark um, beer. I, dark I, beer. I mean, you know, I was just representing the whole time. It was great. It was really great. Yeah. Oh. The, I mean, I, <laughs> I really I try to start this movement too. Like it didn't work, but I was really proud of myself. What? Because <laughs> you know, uh, when this when the scr- when like the lights went dark and, the scr- and it was about to happen, I just put up a s- single black fist in the <laughs> Did air. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> but but I did that and then and then somebody went Ah oh, so <laughs> No <laughs> Oh my god no. everyone yes. started laughing I was like oh damn you, you that won. was you won Yo, that's that so was good. perfect that's so Yeah weird. that was the way to start Black Panther for sure Yo Oh man I turned around I looked I was like yep of course it was a Black Panther I'm okay with that. Black Panther Week, <laughs> let's start the show. Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Say what it is. can jump. In Hollywood.
Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Yo, hey, yo, welcome to Black Man Catch Up in Hollywood. My name is Jonathan Braylock. Gerard Milligan. And my name is James the Third. All right, we're okay. Cool, whatever. That's fine, James. We just Black Panther Week, man. Whatever. I don't even care, bro. Do whatever you want to do today. Do your thing, man. What's up, y'all? It's motherfucking Black Panther time. It's Black Panther time. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy, bro. I can't even. I'm not even gonna hide. This. I mean, I mean, now oh. we. I'm sure we we have some new listeners. For those of you who are listening for the first time, where you been? Hell yeah! You better get on this podcast. But you know, it's okay because it's Black Panther <laughs> time. Black Panther. So you they came good, at yeah, a good. They time. picked the right. You picked the time. right time. You picked the right time. We we promise we won't yell all the time. Oh, I'm yelling this whole okay, episode. but like seventy percent of the time we're gonna <laughs> yell. And if you don't like that. Get out of here. I don't just give a it, shit. Just get I don't out. care. It's Black Panther Leave. Week. It's Black Panther <laughs> Go listen week. to another episode. We already have our own nation. Don't you understand? Hell yeah, shit. We don't need you. Get the... F- what? Okay. Now, what? Um, <laughs> uh, we do... Uh, just, though, just so you know, though, we do review films with leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. John, do you know what we're doing right now? What are we talking We're reviewing a black... Blockbuster. That's right. With a majority black cast. Majority black cast. Yeah. With a black director. A black director. With hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me let me mm-hmm. this is the part that's crazy. With a male black lead. That's right. But low key, the black women yeah. might be more popular than he. Yo. We got oh yeah. Oh we got strong they steal black the show women for in sure. Yo, we got strong black men and strong black women in the same movie. And, and and hold on, wait, before we even start, y'all. Okay. They not being oppressed by white people. No. Yo, we reviewing a movie that people seem to like and the black people aren't being oppressed by white folks. The setting is in the no. continent There's of Africa. There's one white villain. <laughs> oh. And it's not about slavery. And it, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. But before we... Okay. Okay. It's not about slavery. Wait, what sla- movie did you watch? It's not about slavery? It's not about slavery? <laughs> wait, they, they, wait, wait, wait. And it's not about child soldiers in the Congo? Wait, hold, 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 wait, uh, wait. Are they smart and stuff? Are they like... Are oh, they... they're actually smarter than everybody else in the rest of the earth. Wait, I mean, but they're kings and queens and shit? There, there are kings and queens, yeah. And everyone seems to respect the black women, the black... I, bro, I don't... I don't even... I... Well, this is what we do. We talk about... We talk <sighs> about stuff and... and um, I don't know, actually. You, you probably don't know what we're reviewing. But we're reviewing the <laughs> film Black Panther. Marvel's Black Panther. Um... Starring Chadwick Boseman and uh, a bunch of other people, of course, as we already mentioned, Michael Lupita. B. Lupita Nyong'o, Michael B. Jordan, uh, <clears throat> Daniel Kaluuya. What's my it? Letitia? Right? What's my wife's name? Letitia. Letitia. Leti- Yo, that I'm enamored with her. By the way, you you Letitia. Yo, Letitia. Letitia. Yeah, I. Can we talk about Letitia? I know we're not getting into it yet, but can we talk about Letitia? I mean, we can talk about her, bro. That. That actress was so funny, so she smart, was great, so strong. Will she God, stole the show? Damn it, man! I want a spinoff. She should. I want it. a Shuri spinoff. 
in the com- oh, in the comics, she becomes the Black Panther for quite some time. Like, yeah. Okay, well then, th- we need to jump to that. Can we do a fast forward? Some God other stuff. damn, man. Uh, Angela Bassett. Yo, kid, this fucking goddess. <laughs> like, like, yo. First off, Angela Bassett's been acting her ass, her ass off for years. Oh yo. yeah. And also, this woman is stunning. Yes. And also, her presence is so powerful, dude. Absolutely. She's just man. Forrest Whitaker's in this film. Come on, man. My wise black man. Hey, yo, Forrest Whitaker, though. Forrest hey, yo, Whitaker, Forrest though. Whitaker, though. I mean, it's like, this is the role I've been waiting to see Forrest Whitaker play this whole time. Yo. And then it's, uh, wait, what did we say it was? Danny? Uh, da- uh, no, how you, how you say Deny. 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 Uh, and then, wait, what was her last name? How'd you pronounce it? Deny Guerrera. Deny Guerrera, who we all know from The Walking Dead, of course. Yo, I want people to know how good I think this movie is before we even start. Okay. I don't say people's names. I don't say yes. actors' names. Yes. I will not call anybody out of their name on this yes, motherfucker. Very episode. disrespectful to actors. Yes. Not, not today. <laughs> not today. Not to Black Panther, I'm not. <laughs> Shoot. Don't get us. I also, appreciate that you are acknowledging that it was low key disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I appreciate hey, by this. That's neither, that's this. neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither All here right. nor there. My man, my man Sterling. Kate Brown was in this movie. Bro. Okay, yes, he was. Bruh, this movie... Sterling but, K. Brown. I'm surprised he said his real name. Bruh, his name is Sterling K. Yes, Brown. Yes, that's bro. his name. <laughs> All right, today, and when Black Panther 2 come out, y'all will hear names of actors in their pool. Oh, man. The fact that you didn't call him Randall. I really don't know who, I don't even say. know who that is. Oh, I know Sterling K. Brown. I know Sterling K. Brown. I don't know who you... I don't know who's Randall. Who that? Man, I I, oh, I know man. Chadwick Boseman. Yes. That's who I know. Yes, I know. I know Michael B. Jordan. Uh, yeah, that's who I know. That's right. Shoot, okay. and I know, and I know, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, I know Watson. I know Watson, and I know Schmeagle. Wait, now <laughs> <laughs> I know Watson. I know Schmeagle. Wait, no, now you talking about Martin, <laughs> Martin you talk, Freeman? You talk, oh yeah, Watson. Oh, wow, okay. He's from Sherlock. Okay, right? that's fair. Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Andy uh, Serkis. Now, Watson. He's from, yeah, he's he Watson. What are you talking about? Watson I mean, Schmiegel. come on. He, that's, what? That's messed up, man. What I do? <laughs> what I do? Well, he's also Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Bobo. All right, Bobo and Schmiegel. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, man. I saw, a Rings tweet, I saw a tweet that was like, the only two white actors in Black Panther are, I mean, I'm going to have to figure out who it was so I can credit him, but who are Andy Serkis, who played Gollum. And Martin Freeman, who played Bilbo Baggins, and he was like, "They are the Tolkien whites." <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that is so, good joke. I didn't look to see on Facebook; it had like a like a hundred or so like they are good the uh, likes, But I was like, "This better be destroying Twitter right now." Yo, this better, I couldn't. I didn't look to see. They are. The I gotta find the Tolkien that. whites. That is so funny. That's no. great. Uh, that wow. is just freaking... have to give respect to okay. that perfect tweet. Now. um... This film right now has 98% Rot Tomatoes. Woo! Uh, it is tracking to... Tell them the number, John. Have, I believe it's up to now a $210 million four-day opening weekend. Because <sighs> uh, Monday's President's Day. John, John no, tell them again, though. Tell them again, $210 million opening weekend. Uh, one second. <laughs> no, hit, there, yeah, there you go. Uh, we had a little studio uh, microphone issue. Now the other thing about this is that it is it is tracking to make more than Captain America: Civil War. 
mm-hmm. and hell yeah, to be by far the highest grossing um, Marvel movie for the like the the solos a, a solo yeah. Yeah, yeah. So more than Iron Man. First movie more than Captain America. More than Iron Man three, which made a bunch of money. Um, Let's talk about this. Can we talk? Can we talk about this? Just since we're talking about uh, specifically how much money it's making. Yeah, I didn't buy my tickets until the day before. The reason why I didn't need to buy my tickets till the day before is because theaters were just adding showtime. Right, that's true. Like they had like to the day be- the day before, or even hours before my showing. My theater was empty for, for when you were when you were buying tickets. Right when I got there, it was packed, and they were just at, like every fifteen minutes there was a showing on Thursday night in at, at the ArcLight Hollywood. Yep. I think they were just going, "We can't play three billboards today." <laughs> like they were just like, <laughs> "Bless damn, right? they were Get just like removing things for Black Panthers." Crazy, yo, Bam. You know how Bam, Bam has um. Uh, its own theater, mm-hmm. like movie theater that they play stuff at. Mm-hmm. But then they have like this other like specialty theater that they rarely ever use uh-huh. called like I forgot what it's called, but uh, but they only open it like occasionally. It was open. Oh really? <laughs> and people were out there. Were standing out there like it was the Met Gala. I'm not even kidding. Like, right. People were I, dressed up so much. This is so. Before we so even talk about the movie, event. can we just talk about like just. What this has done. And the thing is, I keep thinking about it and why it's so impactful. As I started thinking about it, I started getting like sad and mad at the same time. Mm. Where it's like, what kind of world do we live in? Right. Like straight up, that a fictional hero who's black, who comes from a world where he's rich and smart and valued. The women around him are also praised as being rich and smart. That people latch on to something like that. Like... It's 2018, man. Mm-hmm. Like we went from what slavery to like Jim Crow to honestly, I'm a, I'm gonna call it like uh, uh, when we had the crack epidemic, like in the in the police lockdown in the early 90s, like that mainly affected black people because clearly, apparently, crack and opium is these opioids are different because apparently that's a three thirty million dollar thing. Anyway, uh, just saying how like talking about the current opioid crisis and how it's labeled a health crisis and not a war on drugs. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, yeah. Um, so I was thinking about that. I was like, oh man. And with Trump being in office, like, oh, black people are latching on to this is like, dude, this is joy. Like legit. Right. I, it, it to me, I have never seen so many happy black people, dude. And it's not just happy though. It's pride, man. It is like black people are showing up in outfits, people are showing up in like people are looking up their heritage, wearing things that are known like famous people are from. buying out theaters to give to free tickets to kids so that they yeah. can go and see it. I know. People are paying it for it. People are like, oh, if you can't afford to go see this movie, I will just tell me where you live. I will send you yeah. tickets. It's like that. What kind, and the thing that's kind of sad about it is, it's like, yes, I'm very happy that as a black person, we get, like, I get to see this. But the thing is, man, uh, I got Latina friends. I got Asian friends. And I'm like, when do they get a chance to see this? You know, like, when do they get a chance to celebrate something like this? You know, I'm so happy they're being super supportive and like rocking with us. But when does everybody get this shot? You know what I'm saying? Like, this feels good, dude. This feels great to me. Like, I, right. I this is going to ride for like I mean, at least it, a month, <laughs> you know? And the thing is, though, I feel like it only it only feels so great because we've been starving for it for so long, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, we should be able to just, like, we're celebrating this because it's like, this shit never happens, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and like until that day, I mean, like, when does that day happen? When the sh- When it's not even, it doesn't even have to be, 
it doesn't even have to be a celebration. Like that's a that's a you know that's like it's on this norm. scale. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about it and just watching. I think I think people probably some of the listeners have seen like those videos of excuse me of uh, uh, middle school kids and high school kids finding out that like oh someone's gonna take the class to see Black Panther and just seeing the joy, seeing the kids partying and dancing, looking at like. Black and white people are like raising money to get people to see this movie, especially kids of color. And I think that's really important because, again, like I've been at some of these schools for career days and most of these kids get told, hey, man, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But for them to grow up, to me, it's like I know there are millions of kids who are going to see this movie and their life is going to be drastically changed. Some will want to get into film, you know, whether it be an actor, a writer, whatever, a performer. And it's like the others will just feel pride and like, oh, I can wear my hair natural. Like the the black women in this movie, all of them have natural hair the entire time. Different hairstyles. Lapita has a fro. Or shaved head. Yeah, or shaved head. It's Mm -hmm. like there's so many different styles. Every black woman is different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty sure someone's going to feel like, oh, I don't need to go get this perm today because I can rock with what I got right now. They actually make they actually make a joke about weaves. Oh yeah, they do. They do. I mean, I just, I, so I, I was like, like, oh, this weird. Why, why, why do we even do this? this? <laughs> I, honestly, I just think this is like, and you know, I, it sounds so corny because I know Drake said it, but it's like, man, this is such a cool time to be alive, yo. Even though there's a lot happening in the government, this first quarter of 2018 for African Americans, I think, is going to be something we remember. Like, we got, you know, the shy is out. You know what I'm saying? We got now a TV show. The shy, we got blackish. We got grownish. Black we have Black Panther. We have Black Lightning out. We have a wrinkle in time coming out in two weeks. We have, uh, what is it? Atlanta coming out in a week. We got uh, Gabrielle Union's movie. Was it? Um, I forgot what it's called right now. I should remember it. But like the Mother's Day movie is coming mm, right. out. Like this first quarter right. is going to show black people. I mean, we got literally a black woman now in Deadpool. Like we, like we're seeing shit, man. And it's such a, beautiful thing i just hope that like this spreads to all of our other colored brethren you know right. <clears throat> well the other the i mean we're just talking about the money the other significant thing about the money is <clears throat> how many times we've heard from hollywood studios uh and from the like the film industry globally black movies with a black cast don't sell well overseas Mm -hmm. they don't do financially well it's a niche market yes you can make money but don't put that much money into it because again it has a limit to how much money you can make so the fact that this movie is not only features a black lead but has a predominantly black cast and is set in africa africa dude in the continent of africa and isn't about like slavery or the hardships of Africa. Like, it's like this is a fun superhero action movie, the big blockbuster popcorn film that everybody likes with a predominantly black cast. And it's two, and the only, and the two other white actors, Andy Circus, I mean, Andy Circus is famous for doing the stop motion stuff, but like his face is not super famous. Mm-hmm. And Martin yeah, Freeman, no. and Martin Freeman is, is a pretty big deal, but again, like, He's like, 
He's not selling your movie. He's not. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like outside. Like, and I know that that one trap, that one trailer opens with the scene with those two. <laughs> but I don't think that that I think that the reason that the trailer opened with the scene of those two is because of what was happening in the scene and not because it was like, look, we got Martin Freeman and yeah, Andy Serkis. Like oh, that was, was what they were trying oh, yeah. to do. I, I think because they were talking about Wakanda. I think, I think it was yeah, I would yeah. think it was to hype up the the mystery and the mystique of Wakanda because the whole idea is that this is like an incredible, amazing, technologically advanced city that the world doesn't know about yet. And, um, and yeah, like, and then the second trailer didn't have them featured that heavily. Cause you didn't need them. You need Um, them. First off. And also before we get into it, I would like to send a shout out. I don't know if people can, can get this to him, but to Kendrick Lamar for making a fire soundtrack because I feel like right. people don't make sound. Remember, like back in the day, we talked about this on the podcast when a soundtrack to your movie was a big deal. Yeah, like Bad Boys Two soundtrack was a big deal. Like I remember it. Like the soundtrack to to the Black Panther, it also had a lead up, bro. Right. Like it was a big deal. Like every track that Kendrick did. I mean, and then listening to freaking trap drums <laughs> in a superhero movie. Yeah, to see them in Oakland. Hearing too short, Oakland to hear it too. What? Right. What, yo, man? So, okay. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because this movie is going to again prove like this whole idea of like, oh, it's about a bunch of black people. It's not going to sell. No, Bro, get it out. The, the get it out of here. Also, the the it's not like they shy to. Okay, let's talk about the movie. All right. Spoilers! Spoilers about oh, yeah. to go down. We're spoiling everything. So spoilers if you haven't seen it, I mean, sure, listen, I guess, but yeah, also go see it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, listen, go see it again. Honestly, if you have only seen it once, go see it twice. Go see it twice. Like, you know, you go see it a third, third yeah, time. Yeah, take take your little niece or your nephew. You know, definitely. Now, uh, let's do initial thoughts. Uh, who, who wants to go I first? I go first. Screw okay. it. Yo, I okay. I've been hyped up for this movie for a long time. So much weight. Yeah, it's only because I'm trying to think of how to say it because I've been hyped up for this movie for a long time right. because I love Batman, right? Oh, yes. Um, but to me, like Black Panther, like as a black man, I know no matter how big I get, I can, I will never be allowed to play that part. Right. Let's drastically things change. But Black Panther was the Marvel equivalent. Like he was still right. rich, still smart, still had a plan for everything. And that's a part that a black person could get, you know? And so when this movie, literally y'all, when the movie came on, I was nervous because I was nervous for it to end. You know what I'm saying? Like mm, yeah. the moment you the moment you saw like the flashback and then like once they got to Wakanda, it was like I felt nervous. I was like, cause I wasn't even worried about whether the movie was gonna be good. It was like, man, what do you look at all, like bruh, I like it was so bright when the Wakanda scene was up. You could look around and see so many smile I keep saying smiling black faces, yo. Yeah. People were so happy. And I'm like, man, what do we what do we do once this is over? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I felt weird. I felt like, man, this this is this is this is crazy that a movie I, I know no one in this film. You know, I don't know no one who made this film, but it's like you feel so connected to everybody there. Like we've seen Michael B. Jordan rise. And honestly, his character in particular, which we would get to, if I felt like such a connection to that dude. And it's like, man, this like it was just it was a great feeling. So this movie, I don't even know how to say what it was. And it was like I've never felt as a grown ass black man. That type of thing of seeing pride and where I'm from, and also see like pride in myself, pride in our women, and like also looking at it as white people are watching this 
And this is that's the kind of image I would love for them to see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Not us as fucking slaves. Not us as like the nannies or the maids or like the butler who's taking care of them. But as someone who's smart, someone who may even be better, but at least they're motherfucking equal. And it just shows that, hey, man, these people have lives. All right, man, I love this movie. James. Yeah, I mean, been waiting for this for a long time. Really happy that we were here and finally got to see it. Um, I think the first thing that I want to say is like uh, Chadwick Boseman reminds me so much of my cousin. So, and we talk about this a lot, like where, like when we see these movies and it's like, <laughs> oh, they remind you of a family or whatever. Uh-huh. And I think that that's important. Like, I feel like white people right. go to see movies uh, and they're like, that's 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 Chad or that's you know that's Keith or whatever. Mm-hmm. All the time and like and like but literally the whole movie, I couldn't get over how much like my cousin he he looked like. That was just mm-hmm. that was a big part of the movie for me. And then it's like that just like this and that just is a thing that never happens. Like or or almost never happens because we don't see a lot of black people leading uh leading movies. I thought it, I, I mean it was great. I mean, like I'm so excited for um Ryan Coogler and for what the future is going to hold for him because my man did a really really great job uh the the uh action sequences were so uh, that was a thing that stood out to me I I think the most because the fights in Creed were so um you know they had me at the edge of my seat watching those fights and then like and the same thing happened with this movie like I like the like the the way that the the fighting was shown was just like really strong and reminded me a bit of like how how the fights in civil uh not civil war uh winter soldier were so like edge of your seat to to watch um so that was great um michael b jordan is so good like i can't get over how good he is it's really not fair that he's so good and also why my man got so many muscles he has too many <laughs> muscles like that like that is crazy oh how many muscles he has um it was great to see daniel uh in this and and lapita and deny uh but Letitia was the standout for me. I loved everything. Everything she said, everything she did was so great. The whole movie, I'm going, who is she? Why do I know her? Why do I know her? And then I'm remembering like, oh, she's in that Black Mirror episode. And she's also in um, an episode of Doctor Who or two. And so I'm like, okay, I've I've seen you before. But she's great. And I really can't wait for for what happens with her in the future. So uh, we'll get into it. But like this was this was dope. Yeah, I will say when when I. I did get nervous. I, there was a part of me that was like, I know everybody's going to love this film no matter what. But I was a little bit nervous. I was mm. like, oh no, what if it's like, what if it's bad? What if it's not good? And yeah. we all just have to f- pretend to like it. Mm-hmm. And then the back of our minds were all like, oh no, it wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and, but like from the beginning, like, you know, I actually, I, I will say, and you know, to our women listeners, uh, particularly our white women listeners, I would love to know if this is true. I felt very similar at the beginning of Black Panther that I did when I was watching Wonder Woman because they were both like setting up these worlds in which there was just like for Wonder Woman, it was just women were ruling on this island that showed you like the history of it and like the power of the history and legacy of like this particular identity group. And with Black Panther, it was doing the same thing, was showing the different tribes like coming together and like uh, how the Black Panther is actually not just one person, but the lineage mm-hmm. of all these kings that looked after Wakanda, which were these five tribes. And just the beginning of that and having the 
like mythos of a African nation being told and everyone sitting down and listening. Actually, I said a similar feeling when I saw Coco. It was mm. just like, I was like, it's so crazy that we rarely get these stories. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy. And it's like, again, it's not a mali- like just so people know and they're like, oh man, they're like, wait. It's just like, look, it's not a malicious thing. We know that Hollywood isn't malicious or insidious about not having diversity, not having had a legacy of diversity. But the the thing is, when you actually think about what you're watching and what you're taking in on a daily basis for years and years and years, what the nation has always been taking in entertainment-wise, and you look at the roles that people of color play, you look at the roles that women have to play, and then you look at the roles that white men get, it's just so obvious. It's so apparent that we have allowed for lack of a better term, like the white patriarchy to kind of dominate our psyche. So that was the first thing I noticed was just like, we're sitting here listening to a fictional story of an African nation that becomes the most technologically advanced uh, city in the planet. And all of these people here are just like engrossed in it and, we're all here to like support that and like have fun. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's something about that that was so cool. And like, honestly, it was at that, at that point I was like, this is going to be good. I know it's going to be good. The, like the beginning scene was so funny. Like the, uh, what I, what stood out to me the most was all the characters were so great. They built their relationships. They built these strong relationships in the course of a movie, which I feel like in, especially in the terms of Marvel cinematic universe is pretty hard to do. It's hard to care sometimes about all of the side characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't sometimes you're just like, I just want to see my yeah. superhero. But like, and there was like a portion of this movie where like Black Panther isn't there for a bit. Yeah. And I, I, I was cool it was with it. I was, I was just I like, was great. you know what I mean? Like I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I want to see, I want to see more of Lapita. Like I want to mm-hmm. see more of Letitia. Like mm-hmm. I, like those characters are cool. Like Angela Bassett's character is awesome. I want to see these people and what they do and how they, you know what I mean? Like all of those characters, so much so that I know, I mean, whatever, uh, if people are into Marvel, I don't know. But like, you know, when Infinity War comes, like characters have to die. And like, usually they'll kill characters that are more secondary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm like, yo, if one of these people die, like, I'm oh, going to be upset. Oh, yeah, like, gonna I'm going to be legitimately sad and upset because we really came to grow and love all of them. Quick too, man. So much so that, I would say, like, my only gripe with this movie was I was so sad that Michael B. Jordan had to die, even though I know he did. I don't think he did, man. That's my, that's my I, only gripe that's with the movie. That's my only gripe with the movie because I was like, yo, this dude was amazing. And you set it up so that he didn't have to die. You set up the, lo- mm-hmm. the internal logic in the film so that they could have saved him with the science. And, like, I thought he was going to be like yeah. um, Loki. I thought you he was going to be saying. The, I thought he was going to be Loki. I'm very, my but only the gripe way with the movie that is, he died. Yes, yes. Was the lines, yo, the lines, the line, were, yo. How he died it was perfect. How it he was. Died was so. It really G. was, it and it really makes was. sense. It makes sense. It makes. Like, I like. I didn't want him sense. to die either. And then he said that line, and I was like, "This is perfect." Same here. And he just <laughs> and he just did it. Like, but also, uh, yo, this movie. This, 
So yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I think this is perfect. Let's we start. can talk about. It. It's like just to hit on Ryan Coogler real quick. Is oftentimes we 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 have this discussion on whether or not a white person can direct a movie about like the black experience, right? Right. And I know sometimes we're chat, we're like we're really polite and we're really like you know maybe they can if they know, but I think the nuances that this brother created in this movie, for instance, that because he co-wrote it, so Ryan Coogler co-wrote it for people who don't know that line about uh no so what i can be locked up no just throw me in the ocean like my ancestors did when they were jumping off uh the boats because they knew it was better to die than be um in prison for the rest of your life right. or something like that it's like bruh like every first off everything that um freaking um 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 sterling k brown said at the top of the movie about why he wanted this movie right. isn't about like it's about like the world but it's really about like ideology like yo i've seen black people butchered I've seen how people yeah. view them, and we have a chance to make them strong and powerful, and we're not. That is literally what the conflict of this movie is. Do you help right. your brothers and sisters or not? What are you doing? Why are we saving our... Are we just going to hoard and save our resources? For, it's so funny. Like As like somebody who's Christian, there, there was like a lot of spiritual oh, oh, references the whole time. Movie, the whole movie. I was just thinking about that so much. Like This idea of... like You know, there's a, that verse in the Bible, there's a song. Like, don't, uh, if you have a light, don't hide it under a bushel. Like, go let it shine on the top of a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let my let your little light shine. Yeah. That's the song. Like, let your little oh, yeah. light shine. The idea is that if you have a light, don't hide it and use it for yourself. You should let it shine so others can see the mm-hmm. light. And that's uh, w- exactly what Wakanda is. It's like mm-hmm. this bright, shining city in the center, in the heart of Africa that is kept hidden. And the main conflict and theme of this movie is like, are we going to keep this hidden for ourselves or do we have a responsibility to the rest of the world, especially the rest of people of color in these, in these nations, surrounding nations that are suffering and that we know we could help and we're not helping mm-hmm. to protect ourselves. You That's know? the crust of the movie. It's not some giant invader trying to take over the world. I mean, I guess it kind of is. I mean, not an invader, but it's like, Something that's so real to black people. I'm on a thread right now with my boys from back home, and it's like 10 of us on this thread. And literally the whole discussion has been since Trump has been in office, especially this year in particular, um, of what can people of color do to help more? Like what basically like what should we be doing? Like we know we gotta do something. Like, yeah, we can vote and we have been voting, but it's more, right? And the whole movie, the idea behind the movie is like, what else? Like, what do we do? And I thought that was just a genius way to do it. It made it more grounded to me than most superhero movies are because it was something that was uh, like something that people can relate to. And also, we still had a villain. I feel like a lot of times when it's a black superhero, he's fighting like the crime boss or the drug dealer on the block or something like that. Right. Whereas this, he still had a true villain. Um, but he also had something that just meant something personal, you know? I, bruh. And then Ryan Coogler, again, Ryan Coogler, his three movies all have over 90% of Ryan Tomatoes. You know, I hate quoting Ryan Tomatoes, but the go from Fruitvale Station, which was set in Oakland, which he added this character back in Oakland. Right. And I feel like he did that on purpose, but that's just me. Like he had that movie oh, to go from that, that to purpose. Creed. It's like this young black man, 31, 32. Yeah. Like young, young black man has now changed the way a lot of black people even view themselves. And I'm like, and he wasn't yeah. rich. Like this wasn't a rich black brother. Right. Like he is, he is from Oakland. Like, he grew up with not that much. And mm-hmm. like my man has he shown. He went to USC. He, like that is the American dream if you want to be real. Yeah. He inspired. He, yo, my man will not only inspire black people around this country, but he's going to inspire like 
mad people he's to color around bro. He's also he's just inspiring filmmaker. Yeah, it's like <laughs> come on, man. Like oh he's my just God. a great filmmaker. Um, yeah. So yeah, what do we think about this? The the open. Yeah, the opening. I thought the open was dope because what the open did to me. Um, it was also a little bit of a misdirect. Yeah, it definitely was. Right, because yeah. you thought it was yeah. gonna be that mountain tribe that was gonna be the main villain or something. Yep. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah, because the open is the flashback, right? Yeah, first off, I love <laughs> yo, the black references. Literally, my man opens the door, go, he looks to the people, <laughs> a bunch of Grace Jones looking chicks, two Grace Jones looking chicks, yeah, and I'm like, yo, yeah, man, that's they got spears. <laughs> I can't they got spears. Yo, first off, again, I now understand why Sterling K. Brown is so good. I was watching his acting in this scene, and I know, you know, we really don't harp on acting like that much, but like, my man. Every take is like it's something in his eyes, like legit. Like I'm not saying he's crying, but you know, like sometimes we're like you're in it and your eyes have a little bit of water. Yeah. Like when he goes, "Yo, you better open that door because they're not gonna knock twice." Like you just, my man gave you everything in every scene, bro. My again, I need I need more of him. I don't know how you're gonna do it. I need him back. I, I, well, in the in the field, in the land of the ancestors. Oh, true, true, yeah. true. Also, another great man. The opening was great. Right. I can't. Uh, go ahead. Um. I just loved the the thing that I loved the most about this scene was the guy who was playing the young Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should look up his name. Um, He's been in a couple of things too. He he was in the Great Debaters. Oh, was he really? Mm-hmm. He was so funny because he was he was doing it like you know when Bla- the the king shows up and and <laughs> he's just like doing these like double takes like what's doing, going on? like doing what's the it, like. Like, are you, why are you acting like this is normal? Like, yeah. what's happening? Blah, blah, blah. And then you find out that he also <laughs> was a, he's was a double spy. He's a double spy. Yo, that what? I was like, yo, you had, sorry. I was like, I was you, like, like you had the spy? You had the foresight to to pretend like you still didn't know all the way up into the moment where it was just like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, but then, <laughs> I'm then Sterling K. Brown to get upset and be like, I trusted you, man. I could. First off, I love that they're, their markings is like oh, it's it the, glows and it unders their lip and it glows though. Right. Do you think that's because they like are they born with that or is that something they get branded with when they? That's I, one that I don't know. I think know. they get branded with it. Oh, and there's I a, think they get branded with it because he says like um, uh, Sterling K. Brown says later on that he left him with something or like yeah. or, or 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 maybe Sterling K. Brown doesn't say it. maybe Michael B. Jordan. Michael says B. Jordan it. says, but um, but yeah, but like they put it on them. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that was it was Denzel Whitaker. <laughs> Denzel Whitaker, that's his name. Yeah, um, Wait, he's, not he related? He, he's not related. He's to not related. I didn't realize he's that not. was. I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, <laughs> I he's, was like, why do I feel like I know this? Yeah, guy? great debaters. Like he's not related to him. But the one thing I liked about this too, though, is that with this setup, is that this is a very intimate story. Like it's like this is a brother. And again, Sterling K. Guys, I think what is so interesting is that this movie is difficult if you really think about it. Like what Sterling K. Brown is saying and why he why he sold Wakanda out, if you will. He's like, yo, we should be helping people, and y'all not doing nothing. Right, You're, it's set up that Wakanda has spies everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and he was the spy that was just sent to America. Mm-hmm. But he was like, no, like I just figured out, like these people are hurting, like these are our people, and they're hurting. We could help them. We're not doing anything to yeah. help them. What he legit so he says to camera, weapons. Yeah. I even to cut you off. Like what he says to camera is like. I see what they're doing to our people. Our people are being killed. Our people are being in prison. Our people were slain. Like he legit gives you all that history, right. American history, bro. Right. And I'm like, the history that motherfuckers to this day won't even acknowledge for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we got, like, friend, I'm a, we got a president 
who would be like, that's a nigga today, was it three days ago, said Anglo American history. What do you say about the police? Did you hear mm-hmm. about it? Jeff Sessions, when he was talking about like Anglo. Oh, wait, what is he, he was talking about like the he was trying to say, like, uh, I forgot this guy, like some fucking sheriff or some bullshit was like a great part of like the Anglo, the Anglo American history of the police force or some bullshit. I was like, Yeah, do you know who the fuck they were at first before they were police? They were slave catchers, bruh. Like, you're talking about slave catchers. That's the history you're talking about right now, B. Like, you're in the White House and you're talking about slave catchers. Like, wow. you're talking about your history. And to see this man talk about the pain he's seen, that he's not even technically a part of. Right. That's an opening, that's an opening six minutes of the movie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> man. <laughs> man. And, um, and then, yeah, and then, like, and then we're treated with this pretty dope action scene in the, in the middle of the jungle. Oh, with yeah. some with some you know slave traders. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, I guess there are slaves in this movie. Yep. All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, and then we just have this do- like, <laughs> and then also you get the setup. You get the cool setup of like before he leaves the ship. Hey man, don't freeze. Don't freeze. Every time you see her, you freeze. You freeze. He's like, I never freeze. Oh goodness. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> also, I like. Also, it. I love how all of I love how they set him up that like he has cooler gadgets than Batman ever. <laughs> oh, completely, completely. But the thing is, like, just outdoing Batman's gadget. He has a little he has money. ball. He's got more money. He's got more money and better technology. He got. More, he has more money than Tony Stark. He has a little ball that just 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 completely takes out a car. Yep. Yep. Just instantly. Yeah, and like and perfectly. Uh, tracks to where it's supposed to, like he just he spun and threw it and then they just went to where they were supposed to go like yeah, well, that was crazy well because in the in the comics like wakanda is supposed to be like 25 30 years ahead of everyone else so like their technology is supposed to be that's why like they can legit like if you saw him like his little sand uh uh I don't know, we just got like a diagram yeah. or whatever. He can literally pick yeah. up things, open it, see how many people in there. Like he saw the highlighter like Lapita. Yeah. Was that like, was so crazy. Open it, <laughs> open it part of the movie. And, I, I, and to me, again, I want to harp on like little moments. This movie opened with a discussion about how black people were treated. And then the next scene is showing you how smart and how like technologically advanced black people can be. Because a lot of times, like John knows this, like we do sketches in New York. We do it about black people. And people forget that black people admitted a lot of things that we don't get credit for. So right. it's like to yeah. see that kind of technology displayed so early on. Come on, B. Come on, B. <laughs> then you had then you have my girl. How you say, how you say name, James? Uh, Don, Donnie, Danny, deny, deny. You you got my girl deny coming out here with this motherfucking spear thing. Yo, when she appeared out of she nowhere, just murking folks. Well, you knew she was gonna kick, but I mean, when I when when I heard she got cast, I was like, oh. We need to see many scenes with her kicking. And you butt. got it. And, and you, you got, got it. it, dude. Yeah. And Lupita yeah. too. Lupita too, yeah. But uh, also, you froze. I was like, dude. He this froze is- and then he froze. Wait, <laughs> but the freeze moment was so funny because he just goes, hi. Like, yeah. That was so hi. Yeah. Yeah. That was so funny. But also, I think, which is really good too, is that, and I know, you know, women are probably watching this, like, yeah, man, he did a good job. Lupita's reactions to him were never like, Oh, Google ad, maybe until the very, very end. But like at this point, when he's doing that high thing, she's looking at him sideways. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why bro, are you messing up my mission? Yeah, yeah my mission, we fighting right now. What the f- I'm what working. Like, I am this? at work. <laughs> I didn't need to be saying. Don't come up to me at work and yeah. just interrupt me. <laughs> and it's funny because you thought when the scene starts, you act you think he's saving her. I thought that's what I thought. And then you realize. He, the only reason he's doing this is just because he wants to invite her. Yes. <laughs> him getting crowned king. 
That's it. <laughs> like, it's just, it's literally just like, he <laughs> he takes out a bunch of armed dudes just so he could be like, hey, can you, yeah, can can you, you come with me? Can you come <laughs> be my guest and watch me get crowned king? And but, she's like, okay. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought that was hard. And then they almost got shot. And then, of course, like, they get saved. And I'm like, yo, you froze. I thought, bruh, I thought that shit was so fire. And then the Angela setup. Bassett says it too. Yeah, see when she get when they get back, mm-hmm. did he freeze? Yep, yep, like a deer in the headlights, like, like an yeah. antelope, antelope. Sorry, antelope, antelope. In the- <laughs> I yeah. I definitely clocked that. Yo, antelope, <laughs> like an antelope in headlights. Wow, wow. <laughs> also, the thing I thought was really cool too. That's one of those things that in an, in another movie I would be mad at, but because this movie had so much clear, a, a lot of care and culture and texture. Throughout the entire film, I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah that, that was makes dope. sense." Yeah, they had a lot of references that were to like Black Twitter, and I was like, "Good for you guys!" <laughs> like legit, I was like, "Yeah," like, and then also the thing I think it was so cool is that now when they got Lapita, they're on the ship, and first of all, I love that uh, they fly the ship and she's kind of just like posing and like a like I was like, "Are you even like how are you flying this thing?" Like, there's no <laughs> steering wheel. Like, how does this shit work? But when they go like when Chadwick Boseman comes up and he goes, "Yo, this never gets old," and you just get to see like the more rural part, the more like countryside of uh, Wakanda, yeah. and the, you the get actual to the, like beautiful, beautiful side of Africa, uh, and then you this. get into the city part, which is still very tech heavy, but still has that like Johannesburg feel. Like it yeah. just, oh man, I was like, man, uh, this dude. The whole time I just felt proud to be black, and I, I can say as a black man, that's a rarity, especially like living in this country where you see like mm-hmm. just. People die all the time and no one cares. But you have like one black person shoot a person and they're like, oh man, this terrorist is blah, blah, blah. To see like that kind of, do you see like a king in a suit, which he never really takes off, really takes off, like if you think about it. And then they're on this beautiful ship going into their land, which is like technically better than everywhere else in the, in the world. It's like, oh my God. Uh, and then the sister shows up, right? That's when you see the sister in and uh, yeah. Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they have like the council meeting <clears throat> to talk about Andy Circus, and essentially it's just setting this up. It, he he was in another movie. I was like, I feel like he was in a, he Who? was in Age of Ultron. Who uh, Andy? Circus. Yeah, he's in. Yes, a, and yes, that's yes. The, I think that's when they first mention Wakanda. It is. The, it is. The, they talk about the vibranium. Series. They try to make his suit out of vibranium. They try to make Ultron's suit out of that. Right, and they were like, yeah, and he he had stolen stuff from mm. Wakanda, and I guess had escaped. His father, the former Black Panther, for 30 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so they were like, you know, we know where he is. You got, he's. Oh, oh wait, we skip right. it. We, we skip, skip it. The, we we're skip Michael B. Jordan. We're skipping the part, bruh. <laughs> so, first off, there's two parts. So, we get to meet, uh, we get to meet the little sister, Siri, who is great. And like, they have this little back and forth. And he like teases her, like, I can't wait to see uh, what outfit you wear. Whatever he's like, oh, you need to start perfecting your outfit for tomorrow, right? Because he was like, yeah, your suit's dated, and she kind of like shit it on the suit. Um, and then you get, bro, when I say this next shot, my theater went nuts. B, when they showed that shot of Michael B. Jordan just from behind, and the camera's way back, way back, and it's a slow push, dog. And I'm talking about like dudes are yelling too. Like, I like there was one dude in my theater who was like, so women were like. Oh, my, is that Mike? Like, blah, blah, blah. And you just heard one dude at the very end go, my nigga. Like, you just heard that joke. Like, you <laughs> no heard way. it. Like, you heard it. Like, <laughs> like, and the thing is, the one thing I liked about what they did with this character, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get into it, is that he was hood, bro. Like, not even like hood, hood, but he was just like 
an educated black dude who grew up technically in Oakland, which not the best part, but he was smart. He was quicker than everybody else. He was good. And to me, what that shows is that's one of the problems I have with another movie. I know people make fun of me because I always shade on movies. Um, there was a movie we did not review on this podcast because it made me feel bad about how they treat um, hood dudes because they made them like dumb. We know what movie I'm talking about. We're not going to say the name. But the see, I this, don't know what movie you're talking. About, you know, but okay, the one with the, the one with the cat, James. The one with the cat. Okay, all right. That the other cat. <laughs> how are you gonna say? <laughs> a lot of how are you gonna say I'm cat. not gonna say exactly. it? And then just name the movie. That just named the whole. Movie. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is that they had this dude who was still rough, and I love that he was still layered. Like he still was like compassionate. He still like had troubles, and he still was like. Like, I'm pretty sure if they ever showed it, if he was just at home, I'm pretty sure he'd be listening to Kendrick of Future. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is something that, like, I don't know, man. Seeing that shot and having him have that sequence of, like, kind of one up in the white lady who looked down well, he on was him. Just like, he, <laughs> he was just like, because she was just impressed with all of her knowledge. And he was like, oh, yeah, what's this one? And she was like, oh, this is from the tribe of blah, 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 blah. It was recovered, blah, 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 blah. And what about that one? <laughs> this was from the, like, Byzantine tribe and blah, blah. And she's like, nah. You're wrong. Yo, She's God. like, excuse me? Yeah. When he slipped into the no, you're wrong. So, like, we already no, know bro, he's he the villain. He didn't, say, right? he didn't say no, James. Like John said, nah. Like, my man was. All right. Yo, oh, excuse no, me. When no, he said, but when nah. he slipped into the nah, it was like, this is the most evil thing I think I've ever heard. And he's just describing what the thing is. And I was, it, you know, it, there's, you're in this weird moment of like, we know he's bad. But then, like, when he started describing that, I was like, the shit is about to hit the fan. Like, it is about to go Well, it was, down. it was, honestly, it was so, I, <laughs> I love it when villains are cool. I just do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Marvel gets it right, and sometimes they really don't. Um, but this villain, like, he, <laughs> he, like, at first he's just like, he's like, no, nah, like, yeah, your ancestors, yeah, like, yeah, sure, your ancestors took it from this like stole it. Sorry, oh. it. first your ancestors stole it but, from this place, but it was at, it was actually first taken from a from Wakanda, blah blah blah. And like, he goes, it's made of vibranium, the hardest metal substance. And, and she's like, she's, what? But the best part about that shit though is he goes, right. yeah, say it, John. Go ahead, say said, it. But it's all right. I'm gonna take it off your hands for you. Wait, wait, you go. St- you can't steal like. And that's when he turns. <laughs> she's like, and that's uh, when he snaps. Actually, you, the, none of this is for sale. I didn't say I was gonna buy it. And I mean, did like, your ancestors buy this? Which is real. <laughs> oh my! God. Remember, man, like, and, oh, and, and that's when he snaps. Because so at first he's not looking at her, right? And then she goes, "No, this isn't for sale." And he goes, "Like, did your ancestors buy this?" Yeah. Like when they took, like, and he just, and this now is intense. And then he literally goes, and it's "Like security, blah, blah, blah. He's like, "Oh yeah, you had the security watching me for twenty minutes since I've been here, but you didn't watch what you put in your body." I was like, "Bruh, how many black people have been in a goddamn store and people are watching him, B?" Like you got you money, watching then, me since but I then he you. immediately switches out of that to call for help, and you believe his calls for help. Like, no, I know that's that's the great. villain. It was she great. starts was choking. So He's like, good. "Come here, get yo, you you need to help her, please, yo, please, please, she needs something. I think she's sick. I think she's sick, yo." But my thing about again nuance. He didn't have to add that line in there. You been watching? You had these security guards following me for twenty minutes, bro. Jay Z, who is rich, gets followed. In like Fifth Avenue, bro. Y'all remember when that shit came yeah, out? Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I got LeBron James, who may be one of the most famous athletes of all time, who still gets niggas spray painted on his fucking like house. Mm-hmm. That was last year. Mm-hmm. What I'm simply saying is the beauty of like this moment and this little throwaway line is that people always make it like, especially like I, I've been reading a lot online and like white people are saying, oh, this, you can't have a movie like this. It's racist. It's, it's like this shit doesn't exist. And I'm like, nah, man. Like rich, 
celebrated blacks still Wait, get treated. What's racist? Well, basically, like, people said, like, oh, have you? People keep so people call it the poster, the original poster of just like T'Challa sitting on the throne. Uh-huh. They said that was racist and like menacing. Why is it racist? Because they're saying it's racist because this movie has an all black cast and it would be offensive if the movie had an all white yeah, cast. Yeah, that is a fan. I mean, it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? You Wait, just can't have all black people. But there are so many movies that have all white cast. John, we're not talking I don't about think those that movies. That, I just no, watched I don't think that that's John, true. John, we're not talking about those movies. We're I don't talking think, about the black ones. Yeah, and I don't think that those are all white cast. I don't and think that's also, true. And also, I, you got to realize we're doing there's we're doing, a There's John, two John, Oscar nominated films that no, have all white cast. John, oh, what do you, what are you talking about? You talking about Lady Bird that doesn't have a black person in it at all? Yeah. Oh, oh, are you talking about, was it Three Billboards that has like two magical Negroes? I'm not even talking about those. I was talking about The Post. Oh, what, oh shit. <laughs> uh, what else? I was also talking about The Darkest Hour. Oh, those shit. are both nominated for Best Picture. They ain't got black people in them at all. Oh, I forgot about that, but we're not talking about those movies. Oh, okay. Those movies aren't racist. Those movies aren't representation. I'm pretty sure of... Call Me By Your Name doesn't have black people. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm almost seen positive. It. Oh, wow. Definitely no. But John, again, those movies... <laughs> Those movies represent America and okay. what we see. Got it. This movie is something is something far away. This movie is something that is aggressive. Yeah. Something that like excludes almost everyone who isn't black. Right. So it's a difference. Got it. Because if you're a person of color, you have to accept that white people are default. Anywho. <laughs> now, we got thrown up. <laughs> All right. What were we saying? No, before basically we- my point is like I love that he just had that throwaway line. And I think again, I just want to try to point out as we do this podcast, because I feel like it's gonna be a long one. That like this yeah, is the, it's already very yeah. long. But I'm saying these are the difference when you have a person of color who's directing the movie and writing yes, it. Like you true. get that nuanced line, which you never would have got in a movie if a white person wrote it. Right. Um, and then you get now we got Claw. Now we got Claw in this thing. Who was fun? Way more fun in this one than he was in um Age of Ultron. He was really fun in this. See, I actually liked him in Age of Ultron, oh, but really? I didn't like that movie, and therefore I didn't think he was I I thought the movie just wasn't great. And yes, I he was like kind of annoying in that movie mostly because in that movie the villain is a a robot that's the sm- that has access to all, to all information on yeah, earth true true <laughs> and should be like this superhero and then i'm like i don't care about this other dude but in this movie he's more of like a threat because it's just like a little bit just more realistic honestly yeah. And, like, it was so funny because he was, like, definitely a profiteer, but, like, he low-key was obsessed with black culture, though. Right. Like, he, the, he kept calling them savages, but, like, as we get to know him, like, later on, he had a mixtape. He brought up, bruh, oh, my right. God. They name-dropped SoundCloud. They name-dropped SoundCloud in this thing. I was like, bruh, there's so many references I to I liked just, him so much. He was so funny. He was fun. <laughs> and also, like, He also was more his namesake in this, right? Like, I mean, I don't know the yes, comics yes. or anything, but, well, like, he was clawed in this one, whereas in the other one, it was just like, who is this guy? Like, well, in the other one, In the other one, he lost his hand. Right. So that kind of set up right. that he is clawing this one. The one thing, yeah, I thought was, right, right. one thing I thought was really dope is that he's like, hey, man, don't worry. To one of the security guards after he killed everybody, he's like, don't worry. Uh, you can go ahead, man. You can get out of here. And like he shoots the dude in the back, he's like yeah. why'd you, why'd you just let him leave? I mean, you got to spread it out, you know, spread out the crime. Yeah, scene. why'd you just leave? And shoot him right here. <laughs> like, I know, I knew he was gonna do that right when he I started know. talking to him, but I was like, this is pretty sick. Yeah, he, but he was so funny. He was so funny, and then also again, they made like John said, Killmonger was so cool because he's like, don't tell me this is vibranium too, and he's looking at the mask, which again is an ode to like his comic book mask. Um, it's kind of like an updated design. And he goes, nah, I'm just really feeling it. Nah, I'm feeling it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, bruh. Bruh, why is he? And he, he had gold nah, in his mouth. Did you see he had the, the, yes. the two? <sighs> Which I usually hate. And then on him, I was like, 
This looks cool. Dude, I mean, <laughs> everything about his look was awesome. Michael B. Jordan was so good in this movie. I was so mad. So I was so cool. So no, cool. he was so good. His yes. acting was on point. He was so cool. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I loved everything. I loved his, I loved his, like his, 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 his girl was with him and helping out the whole time. And the moment they get out of the place, he goes in the car and immediately just starts making out with her. Like he was so aggressive. He was so wild, dude. He was so wild. Oh, oh man. gosh. Now, now we're back in Wakanda. Yes. Uh, right. Cause they have to go get the ritual, it. right? It's the ritual. Now, and it's right? a ritual. The ritual is, yeah, the ritual is cool. I mean, man, again, the attention to detail paid by all departments of this film, the costume department. Mm-hmm. I mean, seeing Yo, that, the costumes, seeing that waterfall with all of those black, like just people wearing <laughs> these really colorful, you know what I mean? Central yeah. African garb. It's just, it was so dope. Even when you get to the boat and it's like everyone and they like got the drums. Bruh, first off, let's just talk about the soundtrack, B. Yeah. I mean, this soundtrack, I mean, you had the African drums, then you had it mixed with, like, trap. Then at certain points, you had, like, Kendrick. At certain points, you had, like, two short opening. I was like, bro, this movie is opening with one of the most hoodest tracks. No, it's like, this is phenomenal, B. And then, like, you're saying attention to detail. Like, one of the things I'm very curious about is how they came up with certain rituals. So, like, when T'Challa is having the the uh, the super... Um, was it the purple herb? The heart, the heart herb oh, taken yeah. out of him, the superpowers. And, like, they're just doing, like, the shoulder rock. Yeah, I was like, Bruh. and Daniel was hitting that shoulder rock with the big shoulder pass. I was yeah. like, yo, that shit was fire. <laughs> why is why was it why was it so interesting to watch Daniel do so? But let me tell you why because what I've noticed <laughs> about his acting, watching him, he just had this like, you know, the thing smile. about him. I think what I've been realizing is I, I tried to watch Get Out again, yeah. and I watched his Black Mirror episode again, and I and I mean this in a really good way. I think you rarely see a young black man with skin that dark. Right. And eyes that piercing lead and things. So it was, to me, it's like he doesn't, even when I watched his uh, Black Mirror episode where he does have a lot of facial expressions and right. stuff. Even I love in that, that Black Mirror episode. Yeah. It, but even in that episode, he's still very stoic. And right. like for him, almost all of his acting is straight eyes, dude. It's like they're piercing. They're telling you everything, yeah. everything that's happening. Especially in Get Out, when you're looking at him, he's giving you side eyes. Yeah. And in this, there's a wide shot where you see um, Siri. You see um, Angela Bassett, and then you see him, and it's just, bro, the pads are just just shaking, bro. I was like, this is so fire. So fire. Uh, Oh, and then we have to talk about, uh, what's his name? Uh, In the the movie, I think they called him Great Ape, but in the, because I guess in the the comic, his name is White Ape, which people keep saying is really offensive. I guess... I I said I never thought about it like that. Wait, what do you mean? Why is no, that? because I don't, I don't, aren't there aren't there like gray back gorillas or white gorillas? Yeah, well, yeah isn't well, that like a well, the, but um, Winston Duke. But Mbaku, that's what you're talking about. Mbaku, yeah, Mbaku. But Mbaku? Winston, the actor's name is Winston Duke. Yeah, he he's great, phenomenal. <laughs> he was so he was so good. This is one of his first things too. He was so funny, dude. I mean, oh, dude, I love this fight between them too. And it's so funny because in the in the comic he is a villain. Like White Ape is a right. villain, that like straight sense. up villain. Well, they set it up like the Mountain Tribe is like never really a part of these yeah. five tribes. Like they're like the they outsider. Never come. They don't. Yeah, they don't like. The uh, king. I, I thought I thought he was great. I thought this fight was really interesting. Um, it's so funny because right I, again, Siri was fire. I'm, I'm going to keep. I, I think I, I think I love this woman. Yeah. At what point? When they're like they're going through the traps and like who wants to challenge anyone can challenge and she raises her hand 
And they're oh, like, right. and they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, can we just it's no so one's funny. gonna do it? Can we just can we just go home now? <laughs> like she's legit. But like even head. just that moment of her raising her hand, like the whole audience laughed because they thought they thought she was gonna because of how her character had been set up. We thought she was gonna try to challenge him. Like, yeah, like, like what that was so do? funny. Yeah, like what you about to that do? That was so funny. I mean, I thought she was great, and I thought the cool part after he wins this fight is that when he goes back and he's on his throne and like he's talking to the people. Wait, wait, no. He has the. This is the first time we go to the ancestral plane. I think. Oh yes, you're right. They do the. Yeah, that's when he gets the herb back in. Yeah, he gets the. Yeah, he gets the powers of the Black Panther back, and he sees his father. And he talks to his father about how he was like, "I wasn't ready," and he was like, "It's hard being king." He's like, "No, not I wasn't. It's not that I wasn't ready to be king. I wasn't ready to not have you." you yeah, know? and. I, I the line that I remember is at the is the very end where the father was like, "You have a good heart, and it's hard for it's hard for a king to have a good heart." <laughs> Surround yourself with people who you trust, and I was like, "That's that's real, you man." Know, it's like the idea is for me. I would, I mean, again, again, to me, there was there was like this spiritual um, connection here where you're thinking like it's hard to live in this world. When you're trying to do the right thing, because so many people are doing the wrong thing, mm-hmm. and and that's the struggle that Black Panther. I think maybe even it seems like in the comic books too, Black Panther always deals with this. That he has a good heart, you know, but he doesn't always know what's the right thing to do because it's like he has these multiple roles of like being the king to the Wakanda pe- Wakandan people, but also being a superhero he's an avenger now you know an avenger and like saving the world and like you know he feels the responsibility to multiple groups and he doesn't know what that balance is and like that's what we're dealing with in this movie to me like and that's one of those things where like i guess when i was brought up i remember my uncle sitting me down one day and being like hey man uh because i was from a certain area he's like you're going to be around if you will become successful you may be in a place where you're the only person who looks like you and he's like, you will need to learn how to speak two languages and be two people. You will need to know how to like be safe when you get home, like when you're around the way. But you also have to be, uh, I don't know the best way to put it, but you also have to be non-threatening enough to make it in a white world. And he's like, you got to do both. He's like, if you're going to succeed, you got to play both worlds. And I remember him being so adamant about that. Like, I remember we used to go, I used to go hang with him in Atlanta. And when he played basketball, he played basketball in the hood on Sundays. But... He was the only black dude. In the, he was my uncle's family was the only black people in a neighborhood until I think I was fourteen. So like it was constant just seeing like wow. Yo, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. So to hear Tajala having to like deal with being a ruler to your people, but then also this other thing to the world at large. I mean, he's playing two worlds, man. And the thing is, you can't please everybody, right? Uh, yeah. And so the other thing that's set up before we go to uh, Korea is <laughs> with Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya's like character. You find out that Andy Serkis, what's it? Oh, the claw. Yeah. The claw killed his parents. Mm-hmm. So he's like, your dad was never able to catch him. You need like, you need to catch him. And he's yeah. like, I will, you know, I'll bring him back. And also, which is cool alive is we get to see Shuri. I mean, must, is Zuri, I thought they kept saying Zuri, but it's an S. Is it Zuri or, or the sister's name? I feel like it's Zuri. Zuri, right? It's Shuri, yeah. Shuri. Yeah. 
Um, we got to see her lab, which was the dopest lab. Oh yeah, this Yo. was like a little like James Bond yeah. kind of. She was, she was, she was like his. Uh, she was his. They, don't they refer to? Don't they reference James Bond? I feel like they. they do. I, I think they do. I think they do. But what I thought was so cool is that um, because she's young, it all made sense. Because when Black Panther and um, I like to call him the DM, but is it Dora? Dor- How do you say it? Dora Minaj? How do you say it's um, the the women the women guards? Oh, what their names are. Yeah. I always say DM because it's just it's easy for me to yeah, pronounce. I don't know. But as they're walking in, you just hear that that deep trap music playing as they're like walking down. And he's giving you the expose. Like I was like, oh, I love that handshake. I love it. I love honestly, I love this brother and sister relationship. And she hit him with the what are those when she saw his sandals? Yo, when she hit with the what are those, first off, that's such an old reference, but it's so funny to me. <laughs> I, like, I laughed for a full minute, I think. Yo, I don't think I heard what happened in the scene after that. I was laughing so hard. But she talked, first off, the references are crazy. She talks about what are those. And then when she gives him the new shoes, she's talking about this old, old movie, which is basically um, Back to the Future 2. So she's referencing Back to the Future 2. He has like the self-laced up shoes that right. like don't make a noise. Like, first off, you call this movie like old. Then you got like the what are those. And then you got this, first off, this joke is so corny. I call them sneakers. I call uh, them sneakers. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you get it. Uh, like, yeah, like it's I such personally a, thought that was the greatest joke they made. Yo, it was the greatest joke ever. That was such a corny joke. She landed <laughs> what it. What a though. nice, awesome pun. Yo, I was like, stop I wrote this. it. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, stop this. But also, again, I love that she did something that was against Super Dope, where she makes fun of his helmet. She's like, yeah, your suit is so old. Oh, let me put on this helmet. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting shot at. Let me put on this helmet. <laughs> which makes sense, bro. <laughs> like, which makes sense. It's like, you want to put on this hard-ass helmet, B? Yo, when she shows him the thing behind the ear and the necklace, fire. Fire. And then and then we introduce, like, a, this new power of the suit can absorb kinetic energy and then uh, shoot it back. I also love that, like, to, I always like the... Um, <laughs> I love the way she said. I love her going... Hit it, and then he like kicks and it goes flying. She's like, "Not that hard." Like, I bring it to my, I bring it and to my. Like, shop. You don't tell me how hard to hit it. <laughs> I bring it to my shop. He just <laughs> kicks stuff all around, <laughs> like because you expect it when him when he kicked it that it wouldn't move. Yeah, and it goes <laughs> flying. <laughs> but then she comes back and he's like, She's "Are like, you recording all right. this? All right, hit it again. Are you recording? Yes. Yeah, oh, research, yeah. research purposes. <laughs> and then when he flies, first of all, I love that they gave him jokes without breaking who he was though. When he like. When he flies, he goes, delete that tape. Delete that video. <laughs> and <clears throat> you get to one of the dopest fight scenes of all time. I I love this whole in the in Korea. In Korea. I, yeah. I love this whole sequence. Again, low-key, not trying to sexualize anybody, but seeing these two black women, bruh. Like I I remember, I remember just seeing them walk down and like, yo. And again, I am not, I'm I know this, I know we're all black people. I, I get it. But there's such a thing in Hollywood at this paper bag test to see these dark skinned black women, yo, look like just be glowing and walking down that street. And I'm just like, these are dark skinned black women, brother, yeah. like from Africa. And these these women are showing is like, this is a beauty shot of them. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, I can't think of the last time I've seen that in a movie, bro. Because usually, if this darker skinned woman, she's the bad guy. Right. You know, like I've never seen. I mean, for whatever it is, a sexualized dark skinned woman, like in a movie. Like in a right. big, like in a, like, you know what I'm saying? That's not, yeah, in like a blockbuster. That's yeah, in a blockbuster? Like, for not just a niche black yeah, audience. Like, yes. oh, no, no, she's not the exotic. Like, they're not the exotic, whatever the words. They're just like the women in the movie. I thought that thing was, bruh, I, 
I fell in love with this whole movie, bro. I can't even. Yeah, that Ooh. fight scene was dope. Martin Freeman was fun, man. He was a yeah. fun. He was. It was nice to have. I think it's so fun. Yeah. It's, it's just like because he's just, <laughs> he's so funny and he's just like this short, small yeah. white guy. But he has like, but he's like, he's like, he has this the confidence of a midwestern white person who's like, you have to follow the rules. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. he's like, all right, well, okay, but just uh, don't you stay out of my way. Bruh, I, yeah, <laughs> I really like, like how they wrote him in this one. And this is just sort of thinking about Marvel, but yeah. like he's in like two or three other movies, but like we barely see, like, you know, he like pops in here and there. Yeah. And I thought he was so, I really liked the way that they fleshed out the character in this Because one. he was only in those other movies to set up Wakanda though. Because his, right. his comic book is only tied to um, Black Panther. So like he. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So he's, okay. only, yeah, he only exists because of this character. I um, got it. I, guys. What? We gotta give props to Marvel because the way that they interweave these movies is crazy. Yeah, they, I mean they laid the groundwork. I you, mean, bro, I can't, can't believe how good they are at doing this. Mm-hmm. DC looks like they look foolish. Yeah, they look utterly foolish. Because I mean, Marvel yeah. has been doing this for ten years, and from the you beginning. can watch these, you can watch these movies, not have seen the other ones, and still be okay. But there's so much more rich, like the worlds all make sense. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, there's references to Wakanda. I think in Iron Man two or three, like they bring up, they bring up, um, or oh, someone brings up a board and Wakanda's on the board. So like, there were references to it like four movies before he right. ever showed up. And I know Age of Ultron, they made a big reference yeah. to it. And mm-hmm. then of course he's in Civil War. It was great. I mean, also the thing I like too is when uh, uh, when Schmeagol shows up. Uh, he comes in with his crew. He has music playing as well. But when he comes in, first off, he's blasting rap. He's blasting rap. And then he comes and they have this conversation about his mixtape dropping on SoundCloud. Like, and he I was says, like, because he says, Martin Freeman says, wait, you came in, you came in with your band? What do you get? You guys look like you're about to drop a mixtape. We are. Yeah, he's like, he's like, and he was like, yeah, we are. It's gonna be on SoundCloud, blah blah. He's like, don't make me watch don't, it. Don't, don't make me listen to it. Don't make me listen to your music. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't make me listen like, to your music. At first, I thought he was joking. I'm like, I think he's serious. I thought he was. Ser- I was like, yo, he's serious. Once he said SoundCloud, bro, like again, there are many points. Again, I love black people. There are many points in my theater where people went nuts, and you he just heard mix it. Like yo, when you put mixtape in SoundCloud, <laughs> yo, people went nuts. So funny. Then you had, then you had. First off, this fight scene—not for you. <laughs> this fight scene is so crazy. This fight scene is crazy. Um, uh, I don't even know who to focus on in this fight scene. Um, uh, James, you got—I don't even like is. Okay, so this I loved this fight scene. So I mean, I've you know we've seen it. We've had a couple fight scenes already, but this one was great. And I and I I love so much about this. So I love like I love that like we get to see everybody having their fights, but it's not. Like so many movies where like it's like it's quick and then we don't really see we like see wide shots of everybody fighting. So like they learned these fights. Yeah. Um, the music, the music of this, though, is so great because there's a part where like they pan over to deny and the music just changes. And it's like, oh, OK, this is like her. It, it's like the it's the music of her fight. And she is like swinging her spear and like kicking so much ass it's amazing um 
Uh, and like because of all of the buildup of the fight scene, we like don't want it to happen, <laughs> right? Like we're, yeah. we're like we're you're you're almost like fuck. They shouldn't be fighting. Like right. this is bad. This this has ruined the moment. But they're, they're they're you know. But it's all leading up to when are we gonna see him change into the the suit. the suit? First, of all, my man that gets shot. Ju- that we've seen that they've showed that they've shown us how cool it is how he changes into. He just presses. A, he thinks about it and then he's and then he's wearing it. So it's all like, is he gonna do it publicly? Is it gonna have like? There's so many. Mi- there's so many things that are putting you on the edge of your seat during this fight that like it. I, I thought that like the the suspense of that moment was perfectly captured. I mean, I loved that. Like at one point, yo. Schmeagle was funny. At one point, he shoots him, and he goes, I made it rain. I was like, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and Yeah, then, I mean, <laughs> but then, yes. But then, but, then, but then the two women run out, and like, Peter's like, yo, should we get him? Nah, he'll be fine. No one checked. My man's suit wasn't oh, on yet. Panther, yeah. No, He's his suit wasn't up. on. Like, my man could have been dead, bro. He'll catch up. <laughs> like, they jump in their own car. Yo, but when he, again... And then his sister drive his sister driving. And he the said, remote. and he said he was like, "Yo, I may need you to be around." And then the moment he's like, "You're up," she's super pumped. The whole like, oh, setup, yeah. that whole setup is fire, dude. Like she's driving the car. Like, I'm in oh love. man, I'm in love, B. I can't. I got that flip onto the hood. Like him, just like using his claws to turn the car. Using his claws, yo. Too. Yo, that was so dope. The 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 way that they the way that they did this this fight sequence was so great. The the car chase, but then also the shooting and everything. First of all, guns so primitive, amazing yes, line, great, great line, great line, great, <laughs> amazing line, right? I know. And Andy Circus, Andy Circus even says like, "Stop shooting! It's made of vibranium, you <laughs> yeah, idiots! Yeah, it won't do anything." <laughs> yes, so many times, and it's great that they have that line in there too, because there's so many times where you're like. Why they know? <laughs> like they have to know that. Like there's no wasting bullets. That, yeah, this is a waste. Well, I thought what also was cool too is like when um, Black Panther, like he's getting shot at, he's building up, you know, all that kinetic energy, and his sister goes, "Hey, you're building up a lot of energy. You got to put it somewhere." Yeah, and he's like, "Let's go around the car." He does the flip, and the thing is, he doesn't even do like the crazy superhero three point landing move. He literally just lands like a cat. And pushes like right. it was like it was such a subtle move. It was just like a push, and then like the nice slow move back. But then you also cut to like um, she says show off. Yeah, right. I was like, and then at one point he's like, uh, I forgot something happens. And he goes, Don't worry, we're doing great. Like remember she does something like I think they get shot at or something, or like something happens. Right. And he's like, Don't worry, we're doing great. Yeah, I also <laughs> loved how Andy Circus blows up the car. Oh my goodness, that Lupita and denier it. Yes, and then. <laughs> Lupita's still holding onto the steering wheel. Yo, and Denai has skids <laughs> onto the street. But wait, but in thinking about like because yeah, you were talking great. about how earlier about how um <laughs> about how care how much we care about the 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 secondary characters in yeah. the in the movie. When Denai was flying through Yo, the air, yes, yes. my audience went, Oh god, like everyone yeah. was like, she could fall and and then the way that she catches herself is amazing. <laughs> Bruh, give me a spinoff, B. Give me a spinoff. Like, I don't need... Low-key, low-key, I love Chadwick. I love Black Panther. But low-key, man, those women were... Fu- like, I I haven't seen that, B. Yeah. Like, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that. Like, my, my, the sister does a flip, grabs the spear, stabs it into the door, and just slides. Yeah. I feel like... And I also slides, feel like... John. This is another it's credit. To, this is another credit to Marvel... 
Because like I feel like why we want to spin off so badly is remember how cool Black Panther was in Civil War. Like right. in Civil War, it was like this is the coolest thing I think I've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. So like we have we have our fill of him. We're seeing more of him, and he's kicking ass in the way that we want to see him. But then we're like, who are these other people though? You know, like yeah, like yeah. we're they they have made these rich rich characters that are like super interesting that we want to see forever. Yeah, I know that you get excited that we'll be excited to see all of them in. Um, in Infinity War. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah. going to be like, yeah, I want to see them kicking butt specifically. Yeah. I felt, yeah, I mean, yeah. So this, that was great. They finally capture him. Interrogation. We have the interrogation scene from the trailer. Uh, we got some good jokes in this. Got a lot of good jokes. A lot of good jokes in this. Martin Freeman. <laughs> Martin Freeman takes a bullet. Martin Freeman takes a bullet in the ch- in the spine. Yeah, man. <clears throat> uh, he goes after Michael B. Jordan, but Michael B. Jordan has some gun what did he have he he had like he a had the gun. ring he he had he, he had, had his granddad's oh, ring oh right but he, he had, had a wakandan type he had a wakandan type he gun he had a weapon right yeah which it like i don't know what it did but it like shattered like when he shot him you saw the suit break apart yeah like it was crazy yeah wh- yeah what was that cuz that, that was a weapon yeah so he had like a, i think he had like a vibranium gun which was dope but also he was so cock- my man was so cocky dude yeah like so cocky and I thought it was like the dopest thing ever. And I also love when they take Martin Freeman back to Wakanda. The sister goes, "Oh, great, another uh, another broken white boy for me to fix." It's so funny because I didn't remember mm-hmm. the end of Civil War, so I was like, "Oh, so like, so my friend turned to me and they were like, who's the other broken white boy they fixed?'" And I was like, "I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea." They so you saw the have, end? They must have fixed somebody else. And then I saw the end, and I was like, "Oh." Right, I forgot that he was here. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so funny because I was waiting for. I was yeah. waiting for. I was hoping he was gonna be in the movie. Like I was hoping he was gonna show up and just start. Like yeah. I think he's <laughs> gonna be people. in Infinity War. Yeah, he's gonna be there for sure. Um, and um, oh, also she called him a colonizer when he wakes up. When she she said, yes. "Oh, colonizer, don't scare me." Yo, when he yo, when <laughs> she said that again, nuance show, nuance. <laughs> I know it was so. It was like I guess it wasn't subtle, but it was such a throwaway. Like, yo, that was so funny. It was so good when she said like colonizer. I was like, yo, thank, thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I guess we could skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, I like. Can we just get to? So well, we skip ahead. So Michael B kills. Uh, you know, Claw, whatever. Which was so, which was surprising because at first I was. I was completely confused. I was like, yeah, me too. I was me like, too. why did you save him to kill him? I don't understand. I, I, yeah, I don't, so I actually had no idea where the, I don't know why, because I did know, I did figure that Michael B. Jordan was, what's his name? Son. It yeah, was like yeah. kind of obvious. Yeah. But I just didn't think about what his plan was. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, what's yeah, I was no, like, I had no idea. I had no idea what his plan was. I was, I was like, completely in the dark about it. I was like, yeah. what is this guy's plan? Why did he, I was like, why did you even team up with this? Why guy? did you team up with him? And like, and to where the where the plan leads to, like, there are seeds of how he's gonna of like the way that he that he uh, gets inside, you know, like like there's they have planted seeds of this, but even that, I was like, I, you know, I, that can't possibly be the thing he's about to do. Like, it it never occurred to me that that was what he. Was I guess it's do. like I guess the thing that we don't the thing that we don't realize. Maybe how he figured this out, but he somehow figured out that 
this dude, Andy Circus, was important to the head of one of the tribes. Yeah. yeah. He must have knew the history. He had to have. And he was like, Well, yeah, I bet if yeah. I kill if I if I set this guy up so that Black Panther comes to get him and then he doesn't and he fails to get him and then I'm bringing him and then I bring him here, I'll get yeah. court with mm-hmm. the Black Panther. And that's exactly what happened. And it's so interesting because in the comics, Claw is his Joker. Like that's his that's the one. Oh, like, really? Like that's the bad guy. Like Killmonger is well, that's tricky. It's, okay, if you're gonna relate it to Batman, if you're gonna relate it to Batman. That's the only way I can do things. Like Claw is the Joker to Batman, as Harvey Dent is uh, Two Face to like Batman. So like Harvey Dent is always the guy. Like Killmonger is always the guy who like so always. Killmonger wants to is like a Harvey Dent more yeah. than a Bane. Yeah, he's more, yeah he's not really a Bane. Got it. Like he's definitely like the guy who you kind of agree with, who like always wants the throne, but he kind of wants it. He wants to do the right thing, I guess, right. if you will. Um, but yeah, I was like, you just killed the big, you killed the the dude. You know, I was like, right. yo, when he drags my man and like, I didn't realize Daniel was going to turn that quickly though. That's the only thing that, that shocked me a little bit was that turn. But yo, Michael B. I guess he didn't really, I guess he didn't necessarily turn because he, he, he just brought, he brought him in, yeah. in chains to, uh, the king mm-hmm. and it's so funny. I love that he could say who he was the whole time. And also by this point, he know he already knew. The king already knew. Uh so he won't so he's like, ask me who I am. And he he won't say he was she's just like take away. Ask me who I am. Ask me. And he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna ask and then the other guy's like, Who are you? I'm Bubba. Like, yeah, he was, it was right great. on top. It was great. Also, his opening line was uh like, why are you here? And he's like, I'm in your house. Like, yo. Right. Bruh, bruh, when he says that and how, I forgot what he says after that, but when he said, I'm in your house. The thing about how Michael B. performed this character is like, yo, if you think about it, my man is talking out of his neck the whole time. His head is always sideways. Yeah. Like, yeah. He almost. It was like he. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no. it was like, he was like, I deserve. I deserve more than I have, and I'm and I'm gonna get it in a second. Like every right. line was that. Like it was like I don't have what I want, what I deserve, but it's coming soon. Yo, he reminded me of just like those dudes you know, who like from around the way, who was like smart, but like, like the dude who could have like went to whatever college you wanted. He's like, nah, but I ain't about to do that though. Who's like, who's like, as he's talking to you, he's like pounding his fist in his hand, like, yo, but I ain't, you know what I'm saying, son? Like right. that's what Michael B was doing, and went to Jala like. Walked all up on him, and his guards came. I was like, "Oh, this is fire!" And he and Michael B has the best reaction. He giggles, like he giggles. At, he's face to face with this king. There's like women with spears, and he giggles like, "Huh." <laughs> right. Oh man. And then they have the fight, bro. Yeah, and then he challenges him to a tra- to. He was like, "It's my birthright," and they're like, "It is his birthright," and he's like, "I accept your challenge." And you and then it wasn't until then where he takes off his shirt because he said I you saw it before where was it on his neck or on yeah, his arm on his arm you saw it before on his arm he had a couple of those dots and he's like yeah I got one of these for every kill I made and then he takes it off and his whole body is covered with them and he's just like I've been preparing my whole life for this moment he pre- his plan it what it's like it's it's so it's I think it's so amazing because of how simple it is. The plan was just one-on-one combat. That was it. That was it. I he just, was just like, I'm just going to train to beat this dude in one-on-one combat. 
Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so funny. And then he kicks his butt. Because I was Googling it, and, and listeners, I'm pretty sure someone knows, so correct me if I'm wrong. But the raise, so a lot of the, the different people you see are representative of different tribes in, in Africa, I guess. So, like mm-hmm. the one guy that has uh, the lip disc. The lip disc. Like the raised um, bumps. Yeah. Bumps. Yeah. Like that's apparently, I, I can't look at my phone right now. I had it written down, but like that represents something as well. And I'm like, yo, the fact that they had that much detail, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like e- even even like the uh, the masks that they were wearing were also something people right. actually did. Like, I thought that was great. But also, it's crazy because what you realize is how small uh, Chad Bozeman is. Like, like right. his Michael B used to be. Does anyone remember when he was mad skinny? Like yes. Michael B was skinny. I, yes, two, Why, three he has so ago. many. He well, took he, off his shirt and it was like this is crazy. I was more yeah. shocked by his muscles than the than the scars. I mean, he he had those muscles <laughs> like, in, in Creed. And the thing is, I, he I did, right, yeah. but I had forgotten. I'd forgot. Yeah. I'd forgotten yeah. about Creed. He by and I think and also just him next to Chadwick, because like him and Creed, it was he was up against other fighters, so he didn't look like. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? He looked yeah. huge in this. Yeah, but also like he bodied my man though. Yeah. Like he like Tajala wasn't even close to winning. Like no, it was like it wasn't close. Like technically he would have died if if um Forrest Wicker didn't step in. Right. And then when he gets tossed off of the clip, that so basically in the comic, when they have the first big fight, he tosses him off the, oh, that's the, from the, the fall. Yeah. yeah. It's like and the way they did this one was actually better to me because like you you saw him like just cutting away at him like right. it was just slow like it, it was embarrassing yeah he wanted that he, he embarrassed yeah him. he wanted to embarrass him he wanted to embarrass him and then beat him and then become king and that's what and he, he did that's exactly what he did bro and he burnt everything <laughs> to, a, to a point where i was like i, I know he's still alive but how is he coming how I, is I, thought he the same, I thought the same how's he gonna beat him i thought one is how is he coming back <laughs> yeah how does he win this yeah because they burnt they burnt all the um they burnt all of the uh, yeah but then what's her uh Lupita steals one, and and uh, yeah, and yeah, we like we we follow the women for for the rest of it yeah, for, for a minute, rest, yeah. Because yeah. and it's great, escape. it's great. These series of scenes are so great. Also, the scene, that was another which another scene which you have with uh, Denai and Lupita, where Lupita's like, "What do you like? Come with us," and she's like, "No, yeah, like I serve." the throne no matter who sits on it like that's my loyalty is to the throne which is an interesting thing right because it's another thing that the black panther and the comic books i think have to deal with especially the new iterations is like a monarchy is for the modern world is still somewhat of a seems like an archaic system Mm. because of this exact instance where well what happens if you have a bad king if you have a bad king then all the people are subjected Mm-hmm. to a ruler and have to do the biddings of a ruler who doesn't have the interests of the people at heart. But because we have this system, that's what it's going to be. So you always yeah. need to hope that your king is good. And that and that like we have this kind of instance where she's like, I serve the throne. Like I am serving Wakanda. I'm serving the throne. And Lupita's like, no. Yeah. And Lupita felt that way though, even before. Yeah. She and that's like the it. thing. She didn't like it. She mm-hmm. was like, this whole throne thing is like, which is why in uh in what's his name? In Tanisi Coates. Oh yeah. Black yeah, yeah. They're, they're like I think it's those I think it's like yeah, similar, so, right? It's so those two characters. Yeah, so basically, like everyone in the comic, you guys also should really get it. 
people are like, because, and one of the women earlier on, like on the, on the council from one of the um, tribes says to him, when they're about to go find Claw, she's like, we don't need you around the world. We need a king that can stay here. Right. And like, that's the whole point of the comic. It's like his time with the Avengers, saving the world. He's technically neglecting his people. He's neglecting his people. Um, which is something that's, you know, it's difficult to deal with. But I, I will say that I did love going to, I can't keep calling him, what do they call him? Great ape in this? What is his name in this? He's the white ape. But what is it? Mbuku? Was it Mbaku? Mbaku. I love going to, I love the moment they show up and like Martin Freeman starts to talk and they just start barking at him. Like it is like immediately he just starts barking. Yes. And he's like, I will feed you, I will feed you to my kids. Oh my God. When he, everybody laughed when he started barking at Martin Freeman. Oh, so good. And then he he said, just kidding, they're vegan. Yeah. Like, (laughs) yo. I died, dude. I died. I loved. I also loved the line. They go. He was, he was murdered, um, and he goes in ritual combat. Yeah, <laughs> was it an un? Was it were the were the uh, stakes unfair? No. So he was less murdered and more defeated. Yeah, yo, he was. He was so. <laughs> he was so good He's about so petty. it. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> All the while knowing he has like, him. not really murdered, kind of defeated, right? Oh, I thought it was great. I love that he had um the, I love that he had, he had Black him. Panther. I yeah. love that he had him just He saved him. And yeah, he was just chilling, like, I'm not gonna tell him yet. <laughs> like he like wait. Yeah. It's just like let me just yeah. wait and see what they want first before <laughs> But I do love that they offered him and even, you know, the Queen kneeled, and I love that once he saw the herb, he was like, nah, man, let me take y'all to I know. Let me take that. Cause he and I was wondering why his pause was so long. I was like, is he trying to debate whether or not he wants to help them? But it's really like, oh man, I could take this and take over for myself, right. or I could take y'all and save. Right. Because they could have never known that dude was alive. Right. You know? Yeah. It is interesting. I I he's a character I definitely want to know more about because I wasn't I didn't fully understand like how he felt about all of this. I, I could tell that I could tell that some of the animosity he had towards T'Challa was more about like the respect of his tribe mm-hmm. and like the and like yeah. the history of his tribe being like we're outsiders. We don't re- we don't really respect Wakanda mm-hmm. and the throne the, the king that sits on the throne because we're out here in the mountains and you guys don't care about us mm-hmm. and we don't want to live in your city, you know? Um, but he clearly still had some loyalty to yeah. like them as a people and being still being like, it actually, it's very, if you think about it, it is s- symbolic of the black community yeah. where we have infights within the black community. But if a white person comes, it's like the use of the N word, I'll say, right yeah. there. It, it's not. And not everybody in the black community is like, yeah, we should be able to use the N-word. Some people really don't like other black people using the N-word, mm-hmm. you know? And they'll be like, they'll say like, like you shouldn't use, or please don't say this or blah, blah, blah. But if a white person comes and says, yeah, you shouldn't say the N-word because I can't say it, then that person who is, the, who is saying you shouldn't say the N-word will turn around to that white person and be like, shut up, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't tell, like, we have this, this argument is between us. You're, you are an outsider, you mm-hmm. know? And so, like, there was a way and it was set up where they were like, Michael B. Jordan's character, even though he's black, 
and even though he's technically, you know, a Wakandan, they were like, he's an outsider. He doesn't care about us. He cares about his own agenda. Yeah, which is true. You know? That was and, interesting. And it's so tricky because I want to talk about like Killmonger. His I know people keep saying it's like this is like the Martin Luther King, Malcolm X like like ideology. And it's difficult to me because for, yeah, for most that's a for, unfair representation. It is it's very X. I know because everyone everyone just thinks Malcolm X was just a radical, which when he initially started, he was way more aggressive. But when he yeah. start when he towards the end of his life, he was definitely way more accepting yeah. and way more understanding. Either but, made his trip to Africa. But yeah, but to my but watching Michael B. Jordan, I was like, huh, what would my like what would what would a Malcolm X person think nowadays? Because we live in a world now, just to just to bring up things, we've seen a black man who had a licensed gun, which is legal. The thing they said you're supposed to do, had his papers on him, had his wife, had his kid in the car, and was still shot dead with his family in the car. Nothing happens to the police. We've seen we've seen a kid. Who's just going to get a snack? Get killed. Nothing happens to the guy. We've seen a black kid woman hanging out in the park. We we've seen a kid in the park with a BB gun who was shot in under thirty seconds. I think it was like twelve seconds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying it was like yeah. how quick it is. And I'm and we're living in a world where that happens to us. And this is a shot ten year old, right? It was ten, right? Some he's like a yeah eleven, like or, eleven ten. Yeah, we live in a world where a white kid can go into a black church, shoot up the whole church, and get taken to get Burger King. We this live in a world. Just, we live, yeah. We live in another world where a kid can technically is more than seventeen. Technically, he shot seventeen. More died after that. He and killed, my man yeah. made it, made it to prison safe. Another mm-hmm. dude went to a, a, a movie theater, shot up the movie theater, chilling in jail, right. chilling. My man, a, a black man, got was killed on the street on camera for selling cigarettes, singles, singles. And I'm like, so everything he was saying. Man, no, I, the, I, you understand? I mean, that was kind of the brilliance of this care of this character and this struggle, which honestly for me was similar to Civil War, where you were like, I get where he's coming from. I don't agree, obviously, mm-hmm. because the extreme to which he's going to is like way past the line. And you're like, yeah. no, dude, you can't just go kill everybody. Yeah. But you get the hurt, you get the pain, you kind of you get where he's coming from of like, we need to rise up and do something. And the only way that this world understands is by violence he's like you know essentially his argument is we have to win the same way they win with the tools they use and t'challa's argument is then you just become them yeah. like there then there is no difference you which, know which is something you that can't I, claim moral superiority if you're doing exactly what they're doing and that's the difficult part and that's the thing where like and that's the good heart that's like it's yeah. hard to be a king with a good heart because what do you do like he talks about being like the colonizers that's like Kilmarker says it the whole time and I think about that quite often because I think about how people of color are treated and what the fight is like mm-hmm. the fight we're fighting now is is almost a little bit different than what our grandparents and them they were fighting physical oppression right physically being hosed down physically being beaten in the streets even though it's still happening to us a little bit but now we're trying to fight an ideology now we're trying to fight to make people understand that we're equal and that we're humans. And how do you change someone's mindset? You know, right. like, because basically you're doing all the work. Like, you're like, I have to prove to you that I'm worthy of respect. Like, our women. Like, how often, like, we're talking about the women in this movie because it's the first time we've seen black women, for real, for real, in a movie like this, who seem powerful. Like, right. we've never seen our women like this represented on screen. And it's like, we're, we're begging. Even this movie, this movie itself is another bid to prove that we're viable. 
We're proven right now with this movie, with people being excited with this movie. This this movie had to make over two hundred million to make people say, "Oh shit." What is happening? The hype had to be so big and so great for us to even be considered like this is a thing. And like now, like it's 2018, bro. Like it's difficult because what he's saying is like, I've seen so many things happen to our people. And I think at one point he even talks about like not even just black people. He's talking about just brown, like people just brown. Yeah. And it's like, I've seen you get, we've getting bruised and the only way to do it is to take the power back. And I've had that thought in my head sometimes. Like what happens if we did just one day, like, cause Trump is doing crazy shit. Like what happens one day if shit hits the fan? And then someone has to win. Do we become like if we if, if black people came in power in 20, 30 years, are now we but like now are we oppressing white people? Like, how does this work? Right, right. And I think that's the cool thing about this movie is that that question I don't have an answer for. And this movie doesn't really give you an answer for. Like, you know. Right. right. I mean, because think about it, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, we the, not to even talk about the tragedy, but this white boy is in prison. A black kid got shot for having a BB gun. A BB gun. And, I'm, and I've been watching Fox News and I'm looking at people defend this kid. Defend the use of guns. Like defend so many things that are horrible. And I'm like, man, fuck, man. We should just, just fix this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what Killmonger is saying. He's like, yo, we, we can fix this. Like we can do it right now. Yeah, just Dead. take over the like, world. Just take it over. Put it in our own, like whatever. Right. And I'm like, B. <sighs> it's tough, man. I'm like, man, my man. That's why I think his I think his character was great, bro. And then he's sitting so you on the Daniel Kaluuya, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, like watching this, watching it, I was like, "Yo, if I had to pick between being uh, Killmonger and uh, T'Challa, I was like, fuck. Like it's tough because you want to have a good heart, you want to, but T'Challa didn't see the pain that Killmonger right. Saw. Well, he de- but see, this is the the. I mean, I mean, we can talk about the ep- epic fight at the end, right? So you have. <clears throat> they give T'Challa the the uh, what is it the uh, the, uh, the heart the purple the, the heart shaped herb yeah and the sister has a necklace and she has the, she has the other necklace I love her man God damn it uh, the one that doesn't look flashy because Michael B Jordan took the one that looked flashy mm-hmm. remember and then um, you know and so they set it up they're gonna go back they're gonna Michael B Jordan didn't have a shirt on the whole time rest of the movie you realize once he got once he got to Wakanda my man never put on a shirt did y'all realize that my man just had a necklace and a robe on like the whole rest of the movie this is an open robe sorry go ahead oh man and uh, and so yeah we have like the awesome fight Daniel Kalu decides to side with Michael B Jordan then we have the battle between his tribe and the Dora mm-hmm. like, with all the spears and that was awesome. Oh my god! And Lupita with those like, what were those things? I don't know, but they. Were, but think of the last time I saw uh, uh weapons like that, the like discs. Yeah, was Xena Warrior oh, yeah. Princess? But she had two of them. Yeah, and they shot things, and she would toss them. Yeah, and they shot things. And she was like, oh Brother. yeah, remember Xena? Yeah. Yo, but first and, off, uh, I didn't just to cut you like I didn't like how Michael B kept coming after my future wife though. Like he kept why, why was it? It was because she was royalty. Like why was he? Yeah. Oh, because she would have been next in line for the throne. She would have next in line for the oh, throne. Okay. And then that's right, also, right. also she had um, she had like these awesome shooter things. Yeah, the call things, bro. Yeah. And uh, but then of course, then the mountain tribe comes. Black Panther shows up. So Black Panther and and they both have suits on. So him yeah. and Michael B. Jordan fighting. Those rhinos come out. Craziness. Craziness. Um. Yo, also, they try, they like jump Black Panther at one point. Remember, he, like, he jumps down, does like the power punch, and then at one point he gets tossed by one of the rhinos. And like, 
before um, the mountain trap comes, everyone else is just like on top of him, just like whooping his ass <laughs> until he sees his sister almost die. And he's like, yeah. And then he does the, the, the little toss. His little power move, <laughs> kinetic energy thing. That's so cool. And, uh, but yeah, but after all of this, after the fight's over, after they win, you know, I think the biggest impact, the 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 coolest thing about this was the villain actually changed the hero. Mm-hmm. Because even though he was like, you need to be defeated, after the end, he was like, he, wa- he had a point. Like, yeah. you do have a point. We weren't helping. Mm-hmm. What my ancestors were doing, what my father did was wrong. Mm-hmm. He lost his way. He... He cared so much about Wakanda and keeping us a secret that he was willing to kill his brother and not tell anybody about it, to leave you behind and abandon you. That wasn't the right thing to do. And also just completely turn a blind eye to the cause that the brother was fighting for, whether it was misguided or not. Mm -hmm. He had a point of like, all these people are suffering and we're here not doing anything. Yeah. And we're not helping. And so if we're if we're not helping each other, you know what I mean? Like again, I draw similarities. It's like not just Christianity, but also as a black community, we talk about it a lot, right? Mm-hmm. When you yeah. arise out of the ghetto, mm-hmm. when what you have all of you have these black families that are able to move up and move away from poverty and get into the middle class. Sometimes some people even get into the upper class. Are those people turning around and helping yeah. the other people? And if you're not, then it's like, aren't you kind of... And if you're like, well, no, I got my family, my tribe. I have to look after my people, this mm-hmm. smaller tribe. It's like, cool, but you have the ability and the means and the resources to help more than your small tribe. And you should be doing that. Yeah. You know, We can't like... So I love that. I love it because it's a point that, again, it's funny... Because this is a big movie that everyone's seeing that white people are seeing too. Mm. But because it was it's an all black cast, you have a black director, you know, who co wrote it, and he has black like people in production and, and doing all this research and all this stuff, and you have so much love and care and t- attention and detail, it feels familiar enough for us to be like, hey, now in this movie, we can actually talk about some in house black issues mm-hmm. that we usually can't talk about in movies because Mm-hmm. It feels like we are we have to defend ourselves from the whiteness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The whiteness around us. Once you kind of isolate that and say, hey, there are some issues within our own community that we can talk about. Like, that's what this movie was dealing with for yeah. me, like, on so many different levels. And I was like, that's so cool. We get to talk about this in a way that doesn't feel like the movie is trying to tell black people, suck it up, stop yeah, complaining. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> I mean, I also I also love like how this ended, and there's one part I want to come back to that we skipped, um, but I love that it ends with you know to child uh, you know Black Panther winning of course, but I love that still Michael B was still cool. He's like, man, that was a hell of a move. Like when he does it, yeah, hell of a move, hell of a move. <laughs> like, and then it, and then it just uh, and it just ends with him reflecting on his dad and being like, yo, my dad always talked about this place, always said he would take me one day. And what do I look like? A kid from Oakland, like dreaming of fairy tales. Yeah, believing in fairy tales. I was like, dude, I thought that was so dope. And then when when they started going up the riser, I was like, oh, he's probably taking him to the medical spot. But when he takes him just to see the city, right? I was like, oh man, they might have had this moment. They're not gonna like, he's not gonna die. They're gonna like save him. He's gonna be in prison. Right. I'll let y'all say this next line because the next line is so fire to me. The line Michael B. Jordan says when uh, uh, Chad Bozeman go, yeah, man, I think we still can help you. Uh, 
Yeah. I know. I should pull up the exact quote. I, 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 that line stuck with me too. And essentially it was like, nah, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped off the boats because they knew it was better to die than live in perpetual bondage. I was like, good God, bro. And then he pulls the sword out and dies. Like the thing is he pulls the sword out and like, it's a moment where he looks and he just, the, the, the moment I want to skip, I want to skip back to, which I think is like mad important. So once Killmonger becomes king, he goes through to the um, um, ancestral plane. And he sees his dad. Right. Oh, that's and, right. We missed that moment. And when he's in, when he's in there, like, but he's in the, he's, he's in, the, he's yeah, he's in, he's yes. in the house, not in the apartment. Not the he's tree in the house. The, the ancestral plane is his yeah. apartment in Oakland. And and the thing that's so dope about it is that. As, you know, Stone K. Brown is there and he's talking to him. At one point, he just goes, no tears for me. Like, and for some reason, that stuck out with me. He was like, no tears for me. And he goes, nah, people die every day. That's what happens. And I was like, and then you just see, yo, Stone K. Brown, man, God damn it. You just see him break and he's like, what have I done to you? And then you come back to Michael B and now the kid is an adult and Michael B is crying. And he's like, man, you blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I should have took you back. I left you in this. I made Basically, what he's saying is like, why did I make you see this stuff? And right. that's the thing is like sometimes when like young black kids, especially young black men, I realize I do this and I'm trying my best to not. I'm trying my best to not. Like when I talk, when I go to schools and I talk to like young black dudes or kids, see, call them dudes. When I call the young black kids, black men, black, black boys, fuck. It's like we treat them like adults yeah. because the world is tough to them. Like and, and, and with him saying this is like, why did, I, why did I not take you back? It's like, why did I, I took your childhood away. I, I made you see things that you should not have had to see yet. I put you in a world where like you're you can't cry for your dad yeah. who is dead. And like I even think about it, like what I this whole time I've been trying to say boys, and like I if I see a young black kid, I'm gonna treat him like an adult because I'm like, the world is gonna treat you like that. If something happens to you, you're gonna get tried like an adult. I was I was Ugh. even thinking about I was like, I don't know if they intended this when they wrote the comics, but I was thinking about Black Panther's powers and if the similarities between Black Panther's powers and like how like what black people have to go through. Like like his first most notable power is his suit, which is made of vibranium, which is like this hardened, impenetrable thing, which is like this is what black people have they have to don mm. a suit when they go out in the world so that they can withstand all of the pressures from society that they're getting. So yeah. it becomes impenetrable. It becomes hardened. You know what I mean? But it's like it also it hardens your out. It hardens your exterior, like you're saying. Yeah. It makes you grow up. And then also, they ha- he has this power of he absorbs the kinetic energy and then blasts it back. Yeah, <laughs> out. At, like ten times, ten like, times. You know, what I'm saying? you know, and like yeah. So you get the trope of the angry black man yeah. who is taking in the oppression and, ang- and then blasting it back out onto society. He's stronger. He has better <laughs> reflexes than there. You like, know what I mean? like- and then yeah, then there's like the brute force. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a stretch, but I was just thinking about those. Man, I thought I thought this ending was great, man. And I thought because Lapita was trying to get, she was saying the same thing, all, not the same exact way, but same thing. Killmonger was saying a little bit about she helping. Was, yeah, not yeah. She was definitely saying about the like the nations surrounding them, yeah. like the other. Like, she's like, yo, there's all these child slavery like things, child soldiers happening. Like, there's all this bad stuff happening around us, and we're not helping them. Yeah, man. Yeah, but I. Oh, wait, can, can I can I do a Dear Hollywood though? All right. Actually, you know what? I, I don't know if, uh, yeah. What? Let, let, let's not do a Dear Hollywood. Let's, 
Can I just talk to the black people out there real oh, quick? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna do dear black people. Yeah, can I just talk to the black people real quick? All right. I I know that all of you listen to this podcast feel the pride that we feel right now. You smiling from this movie. You smiling right now. You know now. what I'm saying? Like, I know y'all feel it. And if you ain't it. smiling, you gonna smile now when yeah. I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? You feel it. And I think it's something where it's like, I know it may be silly that a movie that isn't real, characters that ain't real. Yeah, they're fictional. Can inspire people. And what I would like is that if we could just relish in this moment, yo. Like, Enjoy it. Just to see like, just, just look at that image of like these black women who are smart, who are strong. I mean, the kid, like his 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 sister is the one creating the technology, and they make a point to let you know she's a kid. She's intelligent. You know what I'm saying? You see you see a king who cares about his people, who who wants to help, who wants to do more. Like I feel He's like got that good heart. Like I I think honestly, I think we should look at this. Mm-hmm. I think we should realize that in our lifetime, we've seen this movie, and we've seen a black president not have one term but two terms. We've seen a black president go through eight years without any type. I mean, fucking Trump like has so, like our president right now has all the so, scandals, so many scandals, so our many scandals, none. Bush had scandals, and so did Clinton. None. Our president our was president. elegant. Our president, every time he walked up there and he said something nice, he brought up his damn wife. Mm-hmm. He said, "Yo, no matter what this is, like it, it'll be points where like he's talking about random, like man, these trees are crazy. Michelle would love these trees. Like that's the you know what I'm saying." That kind of like excellence, like that kind of thing. And I'm not just saying like we have to be perfect every time because everyone has flaws, clearly which Barack will tell you, clearly which like this movie will tell you. But I do think, man, with these two instances in our time has shown is that, yo, we are everything that, I'm going to be real, with Fox News and white, uh, um, and a portion of white America do not believe us to be, which is we are smart. We are intelligent. We are strong. We, are, we support each other. And yeah, at certain times, because we're crowded in certain areas, there are infighting. But that ain't who we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not everything we're about. And I think, man, if we could just take what we've seen here and like not only have more of it in movies, but take it to our real life and just walk. Bro, there's so many black people right now walking around smiling in these streets, bro. Like legit. I saw a fight almost break out in a movie theater and literally black people stood up and was like, nah, not today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I know this is just a moment, but how fucking cool is this moment? Like, we're living in this moment where it's like, usually I'd be mad as hell and have no part of this movie. But I'm like, God damn it. We got to watch a black superhero make $200 million in a weekend, bro. And you know you know, by the end of this movie, it's going to make half a bill. We make half a bill. Like, if it's 200 the first weekend, I'm going to see it again. It's got good reviews. It's going to have legs. What oh, else we got oh, coming yeah. out? That half a bill, that, that's just, just that easy. Just be domestically. Easy half a billion. Yeah. And I'm like. It'll make more than that globally we're watching right now we're witnessing a change like we're mm-hmm. witnessing like young people a new generation mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. being like man fuck these gun laws like mm-hmm. we gotta do something like mm-hmm. we're looking at that we're looking at like Zendaya's and, and Yara's and like people like young black women now who are like nah man I'm like I love being black I'm looking at this movie that celebrates being mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. the drums the music like mm-hmm. black people let's just let's take this and Have own it. this shit man like fuck it like we've seen, we've seen some shit, man. Mm-hmm. We see, we've seen some shit in the last five years. Like I feel like this is the coolest. Yo, we witnessed a white dude shoot up a black church. Shit, I've never thought I would ever see. I I've, I've never thought I would witness anything like that. And to find out they took this motherfucker to get Burger King, I bring it up a lot because the shit sickens me. Burger King, teens nigga to get a meal, right? A meal. I'm looking at how they describe people. Like, oh, this dude's a lone wolf. Oh, this dude has mental illness. Look, man, I deal with depression and suicidal thoughts. You don't see nobody coming with me. We still gotta live life and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? But you sitting here complaining like, oh, man, this dude got gun problems. Like, oh, this nigga's what? Yada, yada, yada. But this black kid dies in under, what, 12 seconds? Because he has a BB Gerard, gun and he's having fun? Do not anger me at the end of this podcast. No, no, I'm not trying to be mad. What I'm Gerard. saying is, no, no, I'm not trying to make you mad. I, I'm ending it. What I'm simply saying is, is there's so much fucked up shit that happens to black people and to our, and to our women. Like, I, I, what I realized doing this podcast is that black women, when we watch these movies, don't get the respect they fucking deserve. When you watch these movies, even if it's a black male lead, the black woman is shortchanged, bruh. They're not in this movie. Like, let's do that in real life. Let's just see, yo, you see a black woman be like, yo, you want a coffee? What's good? Like, just be fucking nice and raise people up. Like, we can do that shit from now on. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, baby. Stop objectifying on. women. Yo, let's just be real. Let's just, man, and I'm not even trying to be like, yo, do this, do that, but like, yo, I feel like you would want to have this feeling every day, right? Yes. It's okay to be attracted to women, yo, but you don't need to objectify them. No, man. Like, I, like, I think raise them up, bro. Like, I feel like... Raise them up. Like, man, black women do so much, man. Like, I mean, they out here saving fucking elections. Like, they're the backbone of everything, and it's like... And I'm talking about black women in particular right now, and like, this is no offense to women in general, but I'm talking about black women. Black women, like, hold shit down, and no one ever thanks them for holding this shit down. Like, we almost had a fucking pedophile like, win an election, and people were shocked that black women held it down. I was like, black women been holding us down, bruh. Throw them a fucking parade. Shit. All right, man. Black people, let's own this. Let's love this. I love y'all. God damn this movie. Let's go see it again. What are we doing after this? All right. What are we doing after this recording? Wait, so you guys, you guys wait. <laughs> all right. So while I was watching the movie, because yes. we all saw Black Panther, right? Yep. We're Everybody. talking about it. We're talking okay, about yeah, it. Okay, yeah, no, wait. <laughs> And so, like, what get what gives him his powers, right? Because he's like a he is a the a king, right, and a leader. That's right. And, yeah, but like, but the, the he has powers that are like he doesn't always he doesn't have them all the time. He has them when he when he when he drinks the the heart shaped herb. Yeah, right. And the heart shaped herb is really important, like flower heart heart shaped flower, um, uh, right. And like, and if if you know the, he gets it taken away from him a couple times. And and then and he's like weaker when it gets taken away James. from it, from from him. Yeah, yeah, wait, no, like, hold on, I'm not done. Oh no, wait. And so and then at the end, like Michael B. Jordan's like burn all the heart shaped like you know what I mean? Yeah, they like, burn no. them all. And so and so yeah. then I realized, so I realized that the final Infinity Stone in the Hancock Justice League is Claw's mixtape. Isn't that crazy? What? Hey, yeah. mixtape. It's the last. It's hey, the last. I'm so mad at you. Stone. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I got Justice League. Isn't no, you that cra- honestly, like, that was no, great. Because- that was that was great. Honestly, I hate you I so much. No, I think that that's the last one. So, like, this no. is great. It's a great conclusion love. to the Infinity Stones. Love. Um, I, I love that we I love that yo. we ended the Infinity Stones on an actual Marvel Cinematic Universe. But movie. it's a mixtape. <laughs> and that yeah, and, and it, that and that you could have actually guessed a real Infinity Stone because yep. there was definitely an Infinity Stone in that movie. Gotta be. That, no, <laughs> that, no, that no, Thanos think, is coming no, after. I really think it's I think it was Claw's mixtape, though. I really do. Uh, I really hidden mixtape I'll have to go to the message boards and see what other people think, you know, because in the Hancock uh uh, James, first, that's great. But, oh um, my god, that's honestly, yeah. James. That that was also. Great. Can I just say, <laughs> somebody started. I I don't know why. I'm just. I just got jealous that we didn't have like a real Reddit page, and I know we got a lot of black listeners, and we yo, we ain't on Reddit like that. Oh, yeah, but, but like, yo, for real, <laughs> some of our white listeners, yo, start a Reddit page already. <laughs> like, what is this? 
I don't, I, have, I don't think I've ever been on Reddit. I've never been on Reddit. I'm just, but I've seen other people say like, "Oh, we have a Reddit page. We're official." And I'm like, "What is a Reddit?" I'm yeah, like, what does it do? I, I, "It's like a, it's a forum thing." I don't know. I'm yeah, just, mad. I just, I don't know. I'm not that, actually gonna be on it. I just want people to start. Like, hey, hey, hey. We so, should do an AMA on Reddit. We we'll should do st- it. We should do an AMA on Reddit, and then maybe they'll. Someone will start a no. A right, they start one and then we do an yeah, AMA. So how about this? So all our white <laughs> one, of, one of our white fans, please make us a Reddit page. Yeah, tweet at us. Yeah, but our black fans, do us a favor. Also, make us a Black Panic page, and we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a Ask Me Anything on Reddit, and then no black <laughs> black planet. Yo, you, y'all make us a Wikipedia. <laughs> Just make. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Honestly, no, it's our time. <laughs> we taking what is ours. Don't you understand? <laughs> We take it. What is we are showing the world yo, what is up? Yo. It's our time. Yo, can, can, it's our year. It's Black Panther, <laughs> Black History Month. Yo, is this is this is this? Like I want a, a black man can't jump Wikipedia. I want a black man can't jump Reddit. <laughs> you so mad? All right, it's our time. Is this like you know how they say like was it the year of the frog or stuff? It's, it's the, the year, year of the Black Panther. It's the year of Black Panther. <laughs> Happy Chinese New Year's, everyone! It's the year of Black Panther. <laughs> black. Panther. All right, here we go. We got us some plugs. Oh wait, no, sorry. First, we're gonna do the cause. The cause is where we rate films not based on how much we like them, but let, if let, they help the cause of more leading black actors and high. Some people are listening okay. for the first time. They need right. to understand what it is. <laughs> we do the cause. It's about leading black actors in Hollywood. Does this film help the cause of leading black actors in Hollywood? If it does, we give it a black fist. If it doesn't, we give it a white palm. Sorry, sorry. Here we go. I'm, I'm messing up. I'm so excited. <laughs> if, it, if it helps the cause fully, we give it a black fist. If it kind of helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. On the count of three, or, okay, six black fists around. Yep, yep, legit, all, right, this, all black fists. No point even doing this. I didn't this. even ask. I'm, I don't even see James in LA. All and I already fists. know that he was raising all two black, black fists. fists. James, you want to go first? Okay. Oh, goodness. I have so much to say. Uh, black. Okay. Of course this gets a black fist. Of course. Of course it does. This movie is... We, we've been waiting for this movie for too damn long. Okay? <laughs> we wait for this movie for too damn long. It gets two black fists from me because of all of the black actors in this, because of the black creative team because of the little black boys and girls that's in the move the tiny ones the tiny ones that's just gonna be going on and be doing all kinds of shit in hollywood later on it's for all of these people it's for the little black boys and girls that went to see the movie it's just, just so many so many black fists it's it gets a black fist because when i was a kid i got made fun of for liking science and shit but if this movie would have came out when I was a kid, I would have been like, fuck you. How do you think Black Panther have all that shit? <laughs> Science, baby. <laughs> Science. <laughs> yeah, James. It's just, yes. I, I just can't even yes. deal. Okay, and then, and then you know what? And you want to know what else? This movie is one of, the, one of the many steps that we will have to one day having a movie that's not called Black Panther. It's just called Panther. And it's about a cool-ass superhero who is black. And he's kicking ass, but it's just called Panther. It don't got to be black. It don't got to be separate from this shit. It's a, it's a human being. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, right, brother? Mean, technically, yeah, right, brother? technically, Panther's an animal, but yeah. Yeah, brother, you feel okay, brother? Brother? No, yeah. I know. Uh, y'all know. Uh, y'all Y'all right, know what right. I'm saying. Y'all know right. what I'm talking about, okay. though, right? Yeah. yeah, you did good, James. You did good. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we know. Yeah, and then we, also, and then the last Jack thing James, I'm going to say okay. is just Letitia Wright, though. Just Letitia Wright. Just, I can't wait for every single movie. That she's gonna be in, cause I just feel like 
she's about to just destroy everything. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she, she was is. fantastic. Yeah. So that's that's why I gave it. That's why I gave it. Man, I don't have that much to say. Um, I think I said too much already on this podcast today. But I honestly, I I'm just happy to witness like this last week, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when this movie first was announced and the hashtag Black Panther so lit was out, and people were just talking about the outfits they were going to wear, the music, how it was going to feel, and it was that man, and it's still happening, bro. Like I I walked here and I saw people on the train in just these. These these garbs and I was like, yes, man. Like I don't know if you're just coming from the movie. I don't know if you're going, but there are also all these Black Panther events of just like black people just celebrating together. Like I'm going to one tonight, and I'm like, yeah, man. We just are happy to just take pride in what we're doing, and and um, I don't know, man. Like I I I, I never like I feel like on this podcast I've, I've tried to like shoot my shot. So I so I need I need I need the crowd to do I need the listeners to do something for me. <laughs> I need someone to get this episode to Letitia. <laughs> like, I, like I just need the Brad. The thing is, I legit. I felt like legit. I'm in. Like I'm. Like I need. What you doing? Like, like I, I. I need. I need to just have a conversation, Brad. The thing is, like this girl was like between this and y'all know I'm a black. Okay. Black Mirror stand. Yes. Like stand. Like Brad. I'm in. But also again, I just want to. I think a big shout out has to go to uh, Ryan Coogler though. Like I think what this man was able to accomplish with this movie, and I remember him saying like. I know there's a lot of what did he say? I know there's a lot of hype, but if I could do one thing, I just want people to feel like pride when they leave this movie. I think it comes at a hundredfold, man. I think, I think, I don't know how long this feeling is gonna last. I don't, but I would say for this week, man, black people are riding high, bro. Like it, it just feels good. It feels like people are happy, people are joyous, people are having five, and it's just like it feels like it feels like it feels like the black community all across the country and and world. It's just at a gigantic cookout. Like you don't, you know, like you don't know right. everybody, but like you good. Like you just in there, you just vibing. It's like I don't know you, but I know you here. So I'm about to dap you up and nod, maybe party with you a little bit. Yeah. Like that's what this feels like to me. It's like at the theater last night, none of those black people knew each other. No one, no one needed to defend this dude, but they did. Afterwards, people just hung out and was like talking about the movie. Man, I just I'm happy to witness this. So I, this is great, man. I, of course, two black fists. I don't know why I was thinking, I don't know, maybe because the Olympics are happening. And I was like, Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, like, we we out here doing things. Like, yeah, bro. you know, black people are making advancements. Like, and a part of this podcast is calling out Hollywood for things that are messed up. But another part of this podcast, the part that I actually maybe enjoy even more is when we get to celebrate black films like we get to celebrate these movies some of which a lot of people haven't seen some of which a lot of people have seen this is a one that a lot of people have and will continue to see which Mm -hmm. is great um but the other thing i love about this podcast is the fact that we don't have to always be the victim and sometimes we don't get to say that because we don't want people to like get it twisted and think oh black people are keeping themselves down like we know where the opposition is yeah. coming from. We yeah. know the oppression is real. But at the same time, one of the reasons I love this movie is that you have an empowered people. They aren't looking to the outside for help. You know what I mean? Like, yes, stuff comes at them and they're like, we're about to handle this, you know? And so that's again to all the black people out there, just like, hey man, we 
we can look at ourselves and be like, we have the tools, the capabilities. We can turn around, help the community that is behind us. We help the communities that we're in. We can be that light on the hill. You know what I mean? We can help other people. Like we have the ability to do all this stuff Mm -hmm. and be our own, be our own leaders. You know, I like that. I love, and that's what I kind of love about this film. That's why I give it a black fist because obviously a, a bunch of these careers are about to pop off. They already were popping off. Sterling K Brown has already been popping off on TV. I can't wait till my man starts getting in more movies and stuff. Daniel Kaluuya, you know, is going to continue to pop off. He might even win an Oscar. Yeah, we don't Oscar know. Nominated, you know man. what I mean? He's Oscar nominated. You know, obviously, I mean, Angela Bassett has been holding it down. It, it's great to see her again. Lapita, awesome to see her back in action. I hope she keeps doing stuff. Yes. Danai, she was great in The Walking Dead, great in this movie. She should be in more movies. All these careers, I'm sure, are going to continue forgot, to pop you up. You forgot somebody. You uh, you both already talked nah, nah, about it. No, no, I'm saying, but you, I mean, you, you're going to name drop everybody. You must just name drop. All right, Latisha. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you're going to name drop. Yo, honestly, Latisha's great. She's bro. great, and she's going to be doing she a was, bunch of... Yo, she was She's going to so be in Ready good. Player One. She's going to be in Ready Player One now that she's a be a voice, because that movie's, like, mostly animated, but... Uh, um, anyway. Um, so, yeah. Six Black Fists. Go out and see it. Go see it again. And also, come back... Listen to our podcast if you don't normally listen to it. If your white friend was like, if your black friend was like, hey, you should listen to Black Man Catch Up in Hollywood if you're going to listen to a review about Black Panther. Yeah. You know, uh, this episode better be featured on like seven blogs. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Low key. But honestly, man. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, but for real, y'all, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this. it. Enjoy, enjoy it. This, enjoy man. this moment. Like, this is, this is, this is like some historic, like, yo. Again, I if you follow me on Twitter, I was legit like I haven't seen this many black faces happy since like November 20 uh 2008 mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, man. Shout out to all the movies that came before. We actually didn't talk about Wesley Snipes at all. My bad, but like shout out to Wesley Snipes who yeah. was trying to get a Black Panther movie off the ground in the 90s before oh, even yeah. Blade came Hell out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to Wesley Snipes. And shout out to cuz Blade was I know we always talk about like is Blade a hero, but have we reviewed Blade? We reviewed Blade, right? We reviewed Blade. We yeah, love Blade. Yeah, Blade is like Blade started. Blade a lot. and Spawn. Shout out to both of those movies. They yeah. they had black Marvel black yeah. anti heroes. Yeah, but yeah. Shout and you out. know what I'm saying? And sh- shout out to Hancock. You know what I'm saying? Because like because mm. like Hancock, you yeah, know, yeah, like he was like a black superhero. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. what you, what could, you could shout out. I shout out Blank like, Man. Blank I man, shout out Media uh, Man. Media man mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but like shoot, Hancock, you know, because like. Cause it's like Will Smith, you right, know. Cause you know it's what, like yeah. Will Smith. Okay, yeah. Shout out to all the black exploitation films. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Who are trying to do this and it, yeah, and uh, yeah, and hand yeah. Hand cause hand. Will Smith all is right. like he don't even smile in that movie. You know what I'm saying? He don't even. What is that? He don't all even right. Smile. Do it. What's that? All right. Name, okay. <laughs> it's time for plugs. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter at Black Men Podcast Twitter and Instagram. Follow us. Uh, blackmenpodcast.com is our website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow me personally at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. James? You can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. Yeah, I'm on Twitter and stuff, so you can find me at Draw Milligan. We will be in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. March 10th. That's right, 7 p.m. Um, part of the HeadGum Live uh, uh, during South by Southwest. And yeah, come on out to that. Buy yeah. your tickets. We're we're paired with We Hate Movies. Yeah, like it's gonna be a whole movie block. It's gonna be lit, y'all. It's gonna be dope. So come out to that if you're in New York City. Ooh. Uh, uh, in March, Monday, 
uh, March 12th. Uh, will be Astronomy Club. Let's talk about race, baby, mm-hmm. at uh, UCB East Village. And oh, oh, go ahead. also, what you should do is like, um, if you have Instagram, you should go check out, uh, like, just go through Comedy Central's like um, Instagram account and go find our old videos for like, thank you, black people. I feel like this is a time where like, if you were curious about other black inventors that you may not know about, we did a couple videos that talks about you know the things that black people have accomplished, and I feel like yeah, let's let's let's, let's take a look at that. Yeah. All right, and What's if up? you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We will read your review on the air. Lit. Okay, I'm going to read some of those right now. Uh, all right, I read this one already. I read this one already. Guys, I got all a right, tattoo and my arm is burning. This one is really long. <laughs> oh, God. All right, but this is by Como La Flor. Look at you uh, rolling the R's. yeah. This is uh, Look Forward to It Every Week is the title. I'm a PhD student in cinema and media studies at UCLA. Therefore, I've TA'd and therefore <laughs> I've received a few negative anonymous comments about how I teach or my personal quirks. What? What's happening? Oh, damn, bro. <laughs> so that led me to reading y'all's negative reviews first out of curiosity. Okay, I see where you're going. Y'all want Yo, I love this. Uh, this is so funny. <laughs> All right, hold on. All right. They were, say, they were setting up that they've received negative comments before, uh-huh. so they wanted to read our negative comments. Then they say, so that led me to read y'all negative review first out of curiosity. Y'all one-star people need to get a life, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> anyway, I look forward to hearing the dynamic of you guys every week. And, of course, I love when you have guests. As a fellow Latina, uh, I, fe- I really appreciate it that you've had Latinas come on the show for your, your Coco and Spanglish episodes. Uh, more episodes about films with leading Latina, Latino characters, please. Sure, I guess y'all tend to talk over each other occasionally, but who doesn't do that when they're (laughs) among over-enthusiastic friends? I'm just sensitive to anonymous negative comments after my few TAing experiences. LOL. Lastly, please keep up y'all's quirks throughout each episode because I love those like no other. I'm talking about the way you overroll your R's when you say floor. (laughs) (laughs) The never-ending last (laughs) list of characters in the Hancock universe. And of course... The amazingly awful intros where you sneak in the title of the film. Oh, she. Oh, that's a typo. She meant amazing, oh, amazingly, amazingly, okay, all right, awfully all right, great. All right, this is this is okay. This is, I don't right. think uh, that was. Uh, no, that I, feels I think, pretty accurate. I no, I think she, I, I think it's that. I think she meant the awfully She's a TA, amazing. So I think she knows. I okay, think she, you guys <laughs> make my frustrated commutes all over LA so much more enjoyable. Uh, this one is really. Thank you so much for that. This one's by Chen Nasty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the title is just bright. Hey guys, love the pod. Don't you think the orcs are not about black people? Maybe it's more generally about cycle of minority experience. If I had to point at a race for the orcs, perhaps Muslims. Okay, oh, maybe uh, honestly, maybe honestly, maybe yeah, maybe. I love that review. That was a five star, but just a specific comment <laughs> about the bright episode. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I'm going to do read one more. Okay. Uh, this is by Top Shelf IH. Amazing and eye-opening. I listen to this religiously. I find myself watching movies in a completely different light now because of this podcast. Us too, honestly. I know. Honestly, it's, <laughs> it's, it's changed everything. It, it's, it's ruined some movies for me. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Oh. I recommend this to any and everyone. As I'm writing this review, I'm watching Get Out on the Bus. <laughs> I love if you review this movie. We did review it. 
You haven't listened to every episode, Dan. Ah, that's one of our, that's one of my favorites. Go back, go Listen back to, to last year around this time. You oh, yeah, check it out. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. So, yeah. tune in next week. Next week we will be having our Oscar episode. Oh yeah, with oh yeah, we returning got- guest Phoebe Robinson, the, one of the two dope two queens. dope queens. Yeah. Honestly. Phoebe has been on our show for many, many years now, and her career has <laughs> continued to blow up. So it's so awesome because when we, we first had her on our show, it was like she was like a popular comic in New York and, and you know, nationally too. Yeah. But like it was like, oh, you know, you, you kind of only knew her if you were like really into stand up. And then the next year it was like her po- on the podcast book. just yeah. came, a uh, book came out and it was like doing pretty, I think it was a bestseller, New York mm-hmm. bestseller. So it's like, oh, if you saw her book, blah, blah. And then the next year it's like, oh, she's, has a really popular podcast and is writing for some shows has guest appeared blah 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 and now it's like HBO special she's like <laughs> I know Oprah I know Oprah I was like damn she's got phone calls with Oprah she's hanging out with Bono oh yeah. man Phoebe uh, so we love Phoebe she's coming back so listen to that we're gonna be dishing on the Oscars we just we're doing it we're going to. in we got to uh, and uh, yeah rate and review us give us five stars on iTunes we'll see you guys next week peace Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Yeah.